One thing I believe I could learn To see my enemy as my brother Then we could be free Truly check one two check one three and this is the eighth episode of late to work ninth. i'm your ninth is this ninth. the ninth oh shit are you sure i could i could assume the last one was seven you're right i'm sorry do the intro all right <laughs> <laughs> but regardless uh eighth or ninth uh we're back with another week after like a pretty light i feel like episode with shout out to sarah and ashley um uh it was very light, but it was very interesting. We got to get a lady's point of view, on, ladies' point of view on some things. Then the shit hit the fan in America, and you know, there's tons of rallies, tons of protests in this world, and we couldn't avoid but turning the table onto the controversy in America, which I feel like every week there's some new like expert like some example of negativity trying to brew his head in this world I, I just feel it. it's a weird time because like first and foremost it's a terrible time to do a podcast because there's 8 million opinions on this but like yeah, it feels like everyday there's something new and I, I, I talk this off, sorry uh, I talk a lot about like my identity being one that kind of blends a lot of different you know I'm, no, I'm, at, I'm at the middle of a lot we of didn't, I feel diverse. like we didn't do like the Oh, by the way, uh, only Chris Allen. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's your, your boy, host. Uh, MLG. I didn't do that. That's my bad. I fucked it up. No, that's all good. Y- uh, y'all know where to find us. At underscore late to work on Twitter. Uh, late to work on Facebook. Late to work on everything else. Late to work podcast at gmail.com. If y'all trying to submit anything, give us some topic, give us some music. We with that. Definitely hit us up. All right. Now, uh, uh, back to you. So, like, I feel like I exist in the middle of a lot of Venn diagrams. So, it's, mm-hmm. it, it's tough not to get wrapped up in, like, uh, aff- uh, I'm offended politics. Uh-huh. Right? Like it's yeah. easy for me, to get, you know, whether that's gay rights that feels very personal to me, whether that's race rights that feels very personal to me, whether it's like socioeconomic like classism issues that feels very you know personal mm-hmm. to me because uh, I live at like the intersection of a lot of these different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you know, obviously in, in the Trump era, it's it's a shitty time to be a nigga like me because yeah. like every day there's some shit. Whether you know, what I mean, we're we're banning trans people from the military. We're going to you know, we're we're deporting half of my friends and my family. You know what I mean? Uh, we're eh, I guess not my family directly. Uh, shout out to my white fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it everything feels kind of crazy. But mm. I think that shit really, you know, two weeks ago now um, we had this this. What do you, people keep calling it a rally. Like, is that appropriate? Like, that, that, for starters, like, that bug, like, it's not a rally when you have, like, I've never seen a thousand black people with torches and anyone mm. call that a rally. So, yeah. like, that, for starters, that really upset me. But, but we'll call it a rally because that's what people are calling it. Mm. this rally in fucking Charlottesville, Virginia. Mm. I, I've never been to Virginia. I don't, I don't know Virginia like that. Mm. But I'm sure Charlottesville is very nice. Apparently, Trump fucking owns a golf course or a winery there, rather. Um, and so, you you had actual like self-identify, and this is another. I guess these are things we'll get into here. We had people who self-identified as white nationalists. This isn't. Mm-hmm. We're not going out and calling random people Nazis because they wore a leather jacket or had their head shaved. Yeah. We're calling them Nazis because they're waving a Nazi flag and talking about like race wars and like the genocide of all non-Aryan people mm-hmm. and like some pretty like directly Nazi shit. Mm-hmm. And so that happened in the re- the response to that. 
yeah. is unfathomable. To yeah. Me. Where people, how perfectly appropriate uh, as a white uh, guy, uh, just uh, laughs uh, outside uh, the window. Like, it feels like nobody wants to take that as the serious, credible threat of this. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's because the, the majority and the, or the, the vocal population of our country, a.k.a. straight white cis men, mm-hmm. uh, aren't, they're not endangered by this. Like, yeah. they're not endangered by this like they are other forms of terrorism, yeah, right? This, exactly. is a, this is a very specific type of American that these people are targeting, mm-hmm. right? And they're not other straight white cis men. So, like... There, there's none of this this pro-America, like, fuck these guys kind of feeling. Yeah. And that's that's been the part of America I've always identified with. Mm-hmm. Two things, like, absolute freedom, uh, almost like a libertarian viewpoint, mm-hmm. and the idea that, like, no matter what, we protect that. I don't mm-hmm. care how much I hate you or disagree with you. Mm-hmm. If you are an American citizen, you are allowed to be you in any way, and anyone who tells you they want to cause you harm for the sake of you existing, mm-hmm. I ain't fucking with you. Yeah. Period. I mean, and I don't, I don't care who that is. Yeah. Like, I feel that way about Trump supporters. Mm-hmm. If anyone comes over saying, I'm going to murder all the Trump supporters, like, fuck you too. Yeah. I, and I think a lot of Trump supporters are probably Nazis. But, like, being a Nazi is a reason. Like, you well, can single them out. Like, you can't single out Trump supporters. Yeah, I think it was like, uh, I don't know if it I'm not was trying like, to, like, blame them a lot. I don't but. feel like, uh... <laughs> I think maybe it was like Bill Maher or someone said that like like not all racist not all Trump voters are racist but all racist are Trump, Trump voters well, yeah exactly yeah. which is like um, we're at a weird time I, I think this is it, for a while a long period especially like during uh, President Obama's uh, was was in the White House we had this thing where people were like, racism is over. <laughs> uh, like, what are you talking about? That still doesn't pertain to our, our today's society. And I think people, we were living, and this is what people don't won't acknowledge now. I think people are, or are starting to acknowledge now that like racism was always around. But in, at a certain time, it, it came a secret. It came something that people whispered about and didn't wear on their shoulders or on their on their sleeve. Now that Trump is elected and you have this like empowerment. Yeah, this empowerment to feel like, oh yes, like let's be vocal about our feelings about other people, whether it's uh racist or uh religions or sexuality. So they feel and it's and it, it I think it's directly related to how like, I, I, and I don't think Trump's ever said anything straight up racist, but he said some sexist shit. You don't think I, he's ever said anything straight up racist? I, don't, I mean, I don't remember. I can't quote anything that he said that was like straight up racist. Besides, I mean, the Mexican. The only guys I want handling my money are the little ones with the yarmulkes. I, That's I, not racist. That is racist. I don't. I just. I don't. <laughs> I don't have that information in my catalog. Yeah, I didn't know he said that. No, I, but, and that was like well before like candidate what? Trump. This okay, was like yeah, this is like, early two thousands. I think or late nineties. Like this is businessman Trump. Yeah. But he, I just feel like he, what he has done is he has a, a lot by his actions. He has allowed people. He's he's built the environment to allow people to feel like it is okay to say whatever they want to say. And a lot of people have been hiding their racist, sexist, uh, and just all this hate internally and just been keeping it quiet and black people have been talking about this shit for a long time like uh, like oh they ain't dead like you know so like, to, to your point I think that's what changed in the Obama era mm-hmm. no one listened to black people complaining about racism at all. Mm-hmm. it wasn't that racism got quieter it, yeah. it was the same as it's always been just all of a sudden white people no pun intended had a new trump card 
Yeah. Where it was yeah. like, well, the president's black. Yeah. Yeah, and that's it, and right? Like, felt like that. Because well, like, when you're told as a kid, you can be anything you want when you grow up, right? What, yeah, what's the gleaming example? Be a president, right? right. Exactly. And so if the president's black, you can be anything. Like, what are you bitching? Exactly. About? And then here's a one a, a, anecdotal evidence that like you can do anything you want, but now looking at the barriers which Obama had to, I'm sure, I'm sure he went through shit and all the condescending words and 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 as he had to kiss to get to that position mm-hmm. and pride he had to swallow to get to that position that and the a lot of he took for being yeah. himself on the road to that position exactly but um but we're in this weird time that it's just like and and and, and that shows the importance of a president that like they almost set this rhythm without within the country to like what is respectful, what how do you how did how what is American decor? Exactly. And we saw it. I mean, Obama was just like really cool class to the utmost and, you know, chose his catered his communication, like was very I mean, just extremely rational. Uh, you can, can even can you, say. Can you believe at this point that there are still people willing to argue that Trump is classier than Barack Obama? I I I, I don't even like how laughable is that concept? And in, in, in here's and I gave everyone the benefit of the doubt who said they voted for Trump and they and they expected him to do good thing and, and, and he's gonna bring jobs and fix the economy. He's just, a businessman. I just don't understand the continued support and it, even if. It, like a good leader, and this, and I don't want this to be. I want to talk about the 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 hate in our culture, and I don't want this to be like a Trump bashing yeah. episode. <laughs> but regardless, a good leader, one of his main job is to restore order and have calm, and 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 even if things are crazy, because I'm sure every president's, even Bush, even Bush was like more had things. Like in order, in order more than Trump, he looks like a rational candidate compared to what we're doing like right now. So it, like you're two you're two presidents away from probably some people would say arguably the worst president yeah. before Trump, and there's people who say that who are Republicans. Yeah, that's not like an unpopular opinion. Exactly, but right now I'll take Bush, I'll take eight Bushes. Yeah, I would uh, take George uh, W. Bush over every Republican uh, candidate this year. Oh yeah, one hundred percent, hands down. All eighteen of them, or whatever it was that ran. Because yeah, but um, maybe Marco. Yeah, but um, this this hate is it's it's confusing. It, it's it's not only it's confusing. It's just as a rational person who likes to see think think things through. I just don't understand that in today's age. With all the information out there, how do you, how do you feel, how are you like a white nationalist who feel like just because of your gender or just because your your race and gender, you are better than is in and is 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 that their opinion? Maybe we should we should really get a white nationalist on the podcast. I, I would kid. love to have one. If you are a white nationalist, you are a Nazi out there listening to this podcast. Please, please, please email us. I would love to have you on. I'm going to have to pass you down at the door because I ain't getting killed. Uh, and you might have to send the opposite side of the room. Do we uh, do it in public? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yo, that's as, great. As someone who was at a first so, live podcast, well, oh. uh, so as Mitch, as someone who, because Mitch was down in Boston, and we'll get to Charlottesville too, but uh, you were at um, the rally, quote unquote, in Boston. What, what was your 
from the other side, from the white nationalists, and I don't know if you got a chance to even interact with them or anyone who was. Do you have? What's your opinion? What do you think their overall like ideology or like thing? What were they trying to do? I don't. I don't even understand what they were trying to do. So it's this is where it gets weird. So uh, I guess to touch on Charlottesville briefly, just to, and well, I'm sure we'll be back to that. But like, long story short, I just for anyone listening who doesn't already know. Charlottesville, Virginia, a bunch of white nationalists came out uh, essentially to, to protest the tearing down of the statue of Robert E. Lee. Uh, Robert E. Lee, of course, was a, a Confederate uh, nationalist, uh, for, for lack of a better term, mm-hmm. who you know, was the, the face, the founding father of the Confederate States, who bend together to wage a war against this country. Be there mista- no mistake, uh, for the, per- the not exclusive purpose, but the primary purpose of retaining slavery as a practice mm-hmm. retaining the idea that negroes were not real real humans uh that the negro man you know was was best suited and most productive and is better for society including for the negro man to be enslaved to the white man these are actual things that this man preached practiced and followed and believed in mm-hmm. this is the man who took a country to war with itself over this very ideal Tearing down his statue shouldn't really even be up for debate, or at the the very least, like, changing the plaque, Mm -hmm. whatever. But there are people who feel some type of way about that. I get that. Plenty of friends from the South, I get their feelings type of comparison. So there are a small contingent of them who just came out to protest that. Mm -hmm. Now, as you might imagine, this garnered support from all sorts of white national movements, whether that's the Nazis, whether uh, whether that's the... uh, What's the big Aryan prison gang? Because they had some people out there as well. Uh, The KKK. Uh, uh, no, it was uh, Aryan Nation. Okay, yeah. Uh, and so, a lot of these people all came out and were were armed and dangerous. And there was a small batch of counter protesters who came out to kind of protest them, mm-hmm. and essentially saying like, "No, this statue is coming down. Like this shit is wrong." Uh, and both sides argued their free speech is mm-hmm. being infringed upon. Mm-hmm. Uh, the free the freedom of speech to you know celebrate your own heroes, for example, mm-hmm. the freedom of speech to, to express your own ideals. And these are things that are being fought on both sides. Now, mm-hmm. what's weird about this is this is a very, very historically liberal fight mm-hmm. to be on the other side of. Mm-hmm. Liberals forever have argued in, in favor of free speech, including and up through protecting hate speech, so long as it's not actual threatening violence. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so... Things boiled over. That things got well past threatening violence. A man in Charlottesville took his car, and there's another thing I saw just to, to clear the air. Having now seen 14 different angles of this video, mm-hmm. a lot of people are saying that this dude like had no place to go, and was surrounded by protesters, just mm-hmm. trying to get through. Mm-hmm. Which is something we'll get to about the Boston thing, because there's plenty of cops doing that. Mm-hmm. And how fucked up that was. Uh, but this dude, no, like came around the corner, like floored it like a quarter mile down the street towards a group of people, injured 19 people, and killed a woman. Yeah. It was a murder. Yeah. It was a, a deliberate attack. Yeah. So all of that happens. You have all the apology, whatever. The next weekend, there's a planned uh, free speech rally mm-hmm. here in Boston. And the, the reason I, I make it crystal clear here that it's a free speech rally is because that's what these people latch on to. Mm-hmm. You, you do have the freedom of speech to preach Nazism and fascism. Yeah. And, I, and I, I support the right for them to say, for anyone to speak whatever they need to speak. I, I do. I think it's a blurry line when you talk about, like, you're, you, you are you're taking a stance as an enemy of the state. 
You were, you were saying the country as it currently, but it's weird because that's that's America's core value, right? It's yeah, like you exactly. as a citizen are allowed to challenge the state. That is the yeah, purpose. Yeah, and, uh, and I, I'm like radical with that and with freedom of speech. Like I don't care. I, I feel like you should have the right to say whatever you want. Now, actions and planning is something different. Like I feel like even the fact that you say you can't say you, I want to kill the president. Like I, I feel like you for words you shouldn't be arrested for that. Now you have a plan or something like you're putting together, then like yo, like. But no, the, like, the argument then becomes that. how how many words can you say before it's safe to assume you have a plan? I feel like you have to. If you're traveling is, the country going to Nazi rallies week after week after week for ten years, is it safe to assume you have some sort of actual plan on your Nazi's views? Yeah, I feel like. Well, I mean, those are two different things. Like, it, it, you are at that point, you are a Nazi, but until you do something or you have like a, a, a like a plan, a mapped out plan to do something, I feel like you know. You're That's your right. Nazi. Yeah, you're yeah. you're allowed to do Nazi. You're allowed to say I I wish I want I want to kill like niggas or whatever. You're allowed to say that, and I feel like you know uh, that is a boundary that you cannot you can't you can't put like uh can't put locks on that door. I mean, you have to keep it open, or things start to get weird. And I'd rather be offended by other people's freedom of speech and not be able to voice my or exercise my freedom of speech. I would say being a Nazi is kind of like being a pedophile. It's I think your views are kind of fucked up. Mm-hmm. I think you're allowed to have them. I think you're even allowed to talk about them. Mm-hmm. I think if you touch a kid, then that's obviously a different story. Ex- and that's yeah. kind of yeah. the deal with yeah. Nazism. You're allowed to have your views. I think they're gross. I think they're fucked up. And the second you act on them, a.k.a. you try and put your hands on me, a.k.a. Yeah. Like you're, you're trying to pass legislation to get me thrown out of my yeah. own nation of birth, etc., etc., then, yeah, we're going to have some issues, and I hope you go to jail. Yeah, I think we should unpack a couple of things that you... Uh, before we move forward, first, okay. first the uh, robbery lease statue. Yeah, what's your so in their defense, or name in the defense, just to play devil's advocate, they feel like this is a historical figure. The statue's been up for a while. They mm-hmm. want to keep it up in as a representative of history or whatever yeah. they're from. Um. I just oh, this is why this is why humans are just fucking confusing to me and like and this is why I just don't understand like I get in this I just don't understand like for me that's a clear cut it's clear cut it's like okay yes this is a historical figure who did you know in your opinion good things but this is a statue in a community mm-hmm. where everyone uses everyone has to drive past it yeah, tax, I, I, think, tax. I think the argument is the majority of that community wants it I, I think that, I don't that would be I don't, the I don't care even if, even if the majority of the community majority vote that's how yeah, democracy it, works if the majority of the community you know, feels like that's a representative statue should be there I think it should stay if I don't I, I disagree because if, if you're involved if, if it's sending my tax money even if it's like I'm playing devil's advocate yeah I know I, I understand yeah listeners. yeah I, and and, and if there's controversy in like let's say it's five percent of the population, this and it's just like something that is involving like involving, and this is someone who just said that I believe in freedom of speech. If it's involving someone that discriminated against a section of that community, then fuck that. No, see, I I fundamentally disagree with that. Really, I think the determining factor has to be what is this person best known for. Mm-hmm. If 
the thing with Robert E. Lee is Robert E. Lee isn't like a guy who achieved a bunch of other great things and also happened to have some slaves. Robert E. Lee is known, first and foremost, above all else, for leading a revolution against the nation state mm. for the sole purpose of slavery. So you're the traitor first. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that is his top billing. Yeah. So, for example, some of my conservative friends uh, have been sharing this little anecdote that I love. MLK is wild homophobic. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Now, what it's I would say to you, right? Mm -hmm. You tell me a, a, a black adult male in the 60s who wasn't homophobic. Yeah. Now, we can get onto all the layers of that and how, like, black people have been historically homophobic because we have, have like, a, raci a racism as part of our entire past. And when you're crawling out of slavery and trying to, like, protect your entire being and your, your family and your mm -hmm. genetic pool, then, like, you have to kind of <laughs> be, be against anyone who's not willing to further the cause, so to speak, mm -hmm. and uh, procreate. Uh, and I think even now, the black community tends to be well behind other communities when it comes to, like... LGBTQ like yeah advocacy is, across the board. Which that's a whole episode is in I agree. itself. So my, my point being on this though, mm. is what MLK best known for being homophobic? Mm. Or is that a small anecdote that, of what MLK is? Yeah, no, that's true. So like, that's I'm true. not gonna tear on statues of MLK because he also like happened to be a little behind the times when it came oh, to gay right. Yep, yep, and this you. is my whole feeling on like Washington or Jefferson, right? People mm. are like, yeah, of course they own slaves. Every white dude ever in that ever Mm -hmm. own slaves yeah. I'm sure everyone here listening to this who's white is like well my great great granddaddy did no guess what he probably didn't if he didn't he married a bitch who's really did everybody had slaves Yeah. that's y'all across the bed don't try to put that shit on me yeah. but what I'm saying is like I can live with the fact that you own slaves at some point in your generational mm -hmm. history if like part of the deal was like you tried to do other shit that was good mm -hmm. you know what I mean I'm not saying that slavery is like forgivable mm -hmm. but like if you if you led the revolution to start this country, which yeah. in theory at the time was the freest place ever on earth and is the, the last standing founded country based on meritocracy ever in human history. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Eh, you own some niggas. That was pretty fucked up. And yeah. I, I ain't fuck with you. Like, yeah. I, ain't, I ain't voting to, like, I'd rather not live on Washington Street. But I grew up on Washington Street and I don't feel bad. Yeah. I, like, I don't feel, like, you know, objectified or whatever. I don't mm -hmm. feel offended. Growing up on Washington Street, yeah. like you know, that don't bother me. And so I think that that's the part people don't want to put in context. Yeah, they're just like, oh, people just want to tear down a statue just because everybody had slaves back then. No, nigga, like they fought a war. This man was the forefront. He was the poster child. He was the general in arms, mm -hmm. the man leading the charge. Yeah. You can't like just write that shit off. Yeah, like do you think people are just like writing off like Alexander the Great as you know? I'm, I'm sure you. The, 30 or so different countries he ravaged you think yeah, for generations no. after that people were like nah that was cool though yeah. yeah like nah that's not how that worked after they threw his ass out there yeah it's weird and he won yeah and he and usually if you win I mean we still think of Alexander the Great and majority of people in a positive light but there's that's what I mean yeah um but here's the okay in what you said about let's go back to Martin Luther King and if someone if someone was to say that like yeah like out of like Martin Luther King he did great things but like I don't respect it because he was homophobic you I mean you could how do you defend that you could have to say yeah I mean it was a little bit I think he his views may be a little bit different now but in that time period he it wasn't at that time period where that was something that but I guess that's my point it's like there's a there's a difference between like that that person 
had a small subsect of their views that was in step with its era versus like I spent my life advocating for something that was deadly wrong. Yeah. Like if Martin Luther King spent his time like harassing gay men in the street and like you know outing them in public and beating them when when he met them, mm-hmm. then I would feel very differently. Yeah. But like that's what I mean. There's a difference between being like, eh, like niggas fucking is kind of weird. Yeah. And like now, nah, like we're gonna kill all the fags and like lead yeah. a march down the street with torches towards the first gay person you know and like their house mm-hmm. on fire. Yeah. Yeah. Like those are those are different Two, things. Yeah. And so, like, I, I made the I made the joke the other day. That it feels like a poor taste in such a serious podcast. But it's like, you know, we all know Chris Brown's a piece of shit, right? Mm-hmm. We all know Chris Brown beats women as a miserable human being. Mm-hmm. I'm still dancing when Run It come on. Oh, dude. Sam, a side note: Did you see like when like Chris Brown did this? Like, just recently, he released this like whole like. Just pretty much his whole story. Oh, the like, biopic he did. Yeah, I only saw the part oh, about like him and Rihanna, like oh god, yeah. Shit. Though, and and he's trying like, to say like Ooh, we were in an abusive relationship and it was two ways. Yeah, all that. exactly. It's like which was which like, I'm sure a stra- I'm I'm sure it was a lot of accurate. The, the truth is always in the middle somewhere. Yeah, I'm sure not, that, I, let me be very problematically clear here. I am 1,000% certain Rihanna also hit Chris Brown. Yeah. I'm just not saying, like, what his reaction his was. His reaction was, right. was yeah. It, there's no... I don't even know like, why... She was definitely throwing it back. Like, I, I have no yeah, question about but that. But I don't even know why he did that. Like, I feel like someone told him that, like, if he does his press conference or, like, just, like, whatever it was, his document... Oh, that, why he did the document? Yeah, yeah, I think people were like, oh, yeah, if they hear your full story, it may be, like... You know, people will understand, but it's like I'm watching him. Like, yeah, yeah. I understand. She, I just yeah, don't like she it. She hits you, and like, yo, stop the fucking car. Tell this bitch to get the fuck out the car. Sorry, yeah. that's. <laughs> but, but like for real though, tell like, her to get the fuck out the car and dip, dude. If any girl, I'm not gonna allow anyone to put me in that position where like I have, I feel like I gotta hit you as soon as you hit me, as and you're a female. You got to get the fuck out, and I'm gonna call your mama, bitch, on your way out. You see, you see an insecure. Yeah, yeah. All right. So the the last spoiler for anyone who's a year fucking late. Uh, so the last episode of, or second to last, I think of the first season, mm-hmm. uh, when Lawrence is leaving, or whatever they mm-hmm. argue. I don't want to talk about what they argue about because people really haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. But he's leaving, and she's standing in front of the door yelling like, "Don't go!" Mm-hmm. And like he's got his arms up, and he's got that like shaking face. Yeah. Every dude in the world can relate to yeah. that because that's the God. Do I want to hit you? Will you please just get out of the fucking way? Yeah. Because it's like, I I'm not. I don't want to hit you in that situation, yeah. right? But like you, either I, I'm gonna walk in the other room. I gotta pace around. I gotta walk out the door like something. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. If we're in the car, like that's it. Like you hit me as a woman in the car. Yeah. I'm pulling the car over. It's gonna be a bitch get on my car. Yeah, exactly. and you're gonna get mad because I called you a bitch. And we're gonna have a 20 second argument. And if you ain't out the car in 20 seconds, I'm getting out the car because otherwise I'm removing exactly. you from the car. And as a man, you just gotta know. Yeah, like that, that's a situation you just can't put yourself in. Exactly. I learned that lesson in fourth grade. Yeah, exactly. We're talk about how. And it's like. But these okay, so like to try and loop this around. This is rational shit. Like this is shit that like, and I understand like when you're like, maybe a teenager, maybe a early early twenties, you haven't learned this lesson. And that, that's the only thing that I can give Chris Brown is that he was so young, he had so much shit. How old he, he? he was like, like sixteen. He was like, yeah, I think he was like maybe even like nine. No, he was like 18, 17, 18. Dating Rihanna, yeah, at eighteen, yeah. And, I'm not glorifying Chris Brown, but 
But like, as a and and I just like just totally like didn't take his side on that because I couldn't co-sign that shit. Yeah, but obviously. dating a Rihanna at seventeen, it's just like I feel like Rihanna at seventeen could easily date like a twenty-five year old and, and give that man a handful. All I'm saying is like, imagine like. Although, like, Rihanna is the baddest of bitches. Like, I fuck with yeah. Rihanna heavy and everything she represents. But she's crazy. She's the coolest. She's insane. Oh, but that's what makes her awesome. That's what I'm saying. Like, she's crazy. And Chris is crazy. And they were both, like, young, yeah. like, teenagers slash early 20 years. Like, it doesn't, it's not on the stretch of the imagination to imagine. And I think Chris has, I think, like, a lot, of, and this is, like, a whole nother episode yeah, that we, we should do. Is that, like, I feel like there's a lot of celebrities who have, like, Undiagnosed mental issues, and because they have this filter of wealth and success, and they want to keep oh, this, yeah. this this money rolling, people don't give them like the certain help where they could be just like just you know need like a support or need counseling or something mm-hmm. like that in order to get like a balance to be functioning. Everybody just tells them they go to all the time so they can cash. Checks. Exactly, yeah. so they can cash check and get this money ball rolling and shit like that. And I feel like Chris Brown. Is one of those people I don't know how to support. I I feel like like some of the shit Soldier Boy is doing, and I think it, even the, the the fame and like the the excess and like the drugs and, and shit like almost like uh, accelerates it and just make it maximizes it to it. Oh, to, duh, yeah, have yeah. you ever done drugs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't. It's kind of how that shit works. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that's beyond the. That's beyond, we're going down uh, as we normally do yeah, this yeah. podcast. But uh, yeah, I just feel like I, I just because I I try to before I make a decision, I try to I look at it, I examine it, and it's almost to a fault of mine that I examine everything, especially if I have time to think of it. I'm, I examine everything. So like, let's say since we're talking, since the race is the topic. And, like, when you're black in America, you have to examine race because you know, like, your parents, and I don't know, my parents confronted me with, like, the fact that, like, look, this is the world we live in. This is what people are going to say to you. But know that you are no better or no worse than anyone that's your you is You will have to work. People will tell you because you're black, you're X, Y, and Z. And you, you, have to, oh, you have to work twice as hard then? Oh, absolutely. You have to work twice as hard. You And you have to know. And one thing that my, my parents showed me and displayed me is that, like, look, like you need to know both sides of this. You need to go be able to go into a room full of white people and mo- communicate, and earn respect, and get whatever you need to do, get done in a room full of white people. You also need to you'll know, you need to know your people and be able to communicate with them. And you will need to know when to turn both of those on. And you be need need to be fluent through these different worlds. And that's one thing that I was taught early. And a lot of people aren't taught this that, especially if you're from like if you're from a black community it, and you've been raised around all black people, it's very difficult for you to transition into like a, a white corporate setting. And if you're from like, uh, and I've seen it for a lot of, a lot of my friends who, who, cause I gradually moved into the suburbs, but I've seen like my friends who lived in suburbs and only lived in the suburb. It's very difficult for them to go to an urban setting and fit in with an all black culture, they can't. I see that a lot more. Yeah, it's 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 very difficult, and it it is because like 
both of these cultures, they have telltales where, like, if you don't know certain languages and uh, in slang and so forth, it's very mannerisms, yeah, mannerism exactly. And then it's hard to, to fluently move through these uh, through these cultures. But regardless, I understood that I needed to be able to move through these cultures in order to be like gaining any success and feel feel comfortable and feel confident in these different worlds. But I still being faced with that, it I didn't understand it. I didn't understand that like like why are people discriminating and even as like right it's even today's society is even worse because of how fast how much information is at our fingertips how much uh, you almost have to work and and box yourself in in order to be racist sexist or or, or homophobic it's like i just you don't though like that's the thing about today's society is like it seems that way because everything is uh, like accessible especially mm-hmm. when you live in a place like we do like we live in a, in a fairly major urban modernized society like when when you live in a place where you're disconnected from everything else, even with internet access, mm-hmm. like you just find other shit you like. You know what I mean? Nobody's on the internet looking for things they don't know about. They're looking for things to reinforce the stuff they always think is cool. But I feel that the, everyone says that nowadays. But it's impossible. Like for me to search the internet, like and maybe because I'm a I'm a minority, but it's impossible for me not to come across like a, a you know watch Iron Man and that think that Robert Downey Jr. is a fucking G no matter what race he is or or for, for me to come to Trevor Noah and be like this dude is fucking smart or yeah, Shane Smith is, how like, do you come across Trevor Noah it's just if randomly but, yeah but no 17 year old white kid from Nebraska randomly stumbles across Trevor Noah how do you not These, these unless why would you be looking for it well, if, if you wouldn't be looking you'd be on Facebook and someone shared a video from Vice and you who, who in your circle of friends if you're that kid is sharing anything from Vice or any comedy sense you like this is my point like I, people really think like everyone else is seeing that content they're not even because because you see it it's like it's got 3 billion views that must be yeah. everybody in the fucking world right it's like no they're like the people watching Alex Jones aren't watching Trevor Noah they have no idea who Trevor Noah is except for that monkey that Alex Jones makes fun of on his show yeah like that's their context but, but you can like, is are people there are people who think vice is fake news are people but and, and this is like a serious question I don't which I'm not saying everything they do is perfect but yeah which it's not no one no except for Jesus Merritt that shit's lit I, I just don't understand are that are people in today's society are, are we that just like boxed into our own shit that Absolutely. we don't even because I because I, my life is totally different to where like I will I will legitimately watch a, like a 15 minutes Alex Jones fucking video and some of it is just like I was dude I'm a fucking I watch Fox News every once in a while but yeah like, I, I, watch, I, I, I can't do Alex Jones man yeah but I just think Alex Jones is fucking hilarious sometimes and I will, and I will watch like uh, Milo Yiannopoulos I will watch I, like, do, I do enjoy a good good smoke session in some Milo yeah exactly dude it's like, pretty laughable and, but here's the thing that, like here's the problem with Milo for like people against him is that he because how far the left has went on some of these issues, the extreme left, mm. he makes a he he makes a lot of good true statements about the left. One hundred. He makes a lot of vast sweeping generalizations that he can back up with one to two examples in people culture. 
well, yeah, t- to a certain extent, but also is that like the extreme left is. I mean, he's giving examples like the way they act in Berkeley. Um, a lot of this, this Wait, it's okay, borderline so, fascism. So, so t- that's such a stretch. Yeah, we're, we're, we're gonna get into this. We ha- you have you have, and here's the thing. So you you think the protest at Berkeley that shut down that Milo Milo rally was borderline fascism? I think when you are trying, and this is because, and I said before that, like, I am, like, extreme free speech. I mean, Likewise. Yeah. It's that, like, there are some things that you cannot just, like, I I agree that you can protest. So, but, let me ask the blunt question. What what part of the, the methodology of protest did you think was was fascist? It's almost to the point that it's, like, it's, it's, it's it's borderline violent in order to shut down communication that you deem unacceptable. Was it was it violent in nature or was the protest? It was getting violent. I mean, they they were throwing shit. I've seen. I mean, a lot of these. I mean, okay, but this, this is my point. I bring up with all these people. People always love it. They were throwing shit. So they were throwing shit at the Boston rally too. And this, so this, this is the reason I bring this up. This is the line where I think shit gets blurry because I'm with you. I'm very pro free speech. There's a kid had a, a very lengthy debate with a bunch of people who filmed it. I'm sure it's on the internet somewhere. Uh, but the kid I saw it was. Uh, and uh, fuck Nazis, fuck Antifa, Donald Trump, twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. So I'll, everybody at this rally has a problem with that sign, right? The Nazis yeah. got a problem with it. The yeah. extreme left got a problem mm-hmm. with it. And this kid's right in the middle, just like fuck all that shit, mm-hmm. but still pro Trump. Mm-hmm. And this is where I agree with you. I think the left has moved so far left that kids like him—he's a nineteen-year-old kid with a very spirited debate. Mm-hmm. Kids like him used to be hardline Democrats, mm-hmm. far left Democrats, yeah, probably. 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. And they've driven the move, the needle so far left mm-hmm. that kids like that no longer have a voice on the left so they go to the right. Yeah. And that's fucking dangerous. Mm-hmm. And because here, here you are like making this example like, well, people are throwing things, people are spitting at people, people are chanting mean things, right? Mm-hmm. Well, chanting mean things according to, to everybody else, like that's, that's free that's speech, right? Speech, okay, yeah. So I, fuck you, I can say all the mean things yeah. I want to. The, then we talk, and so the next step of that people always get to is, well, they were being violent. What mm. is violent? Well, this is the only thing. If you because if, if you're throwing water, if I, you're throwing paper, yeah. is that violent? Yes, that is violent. Because you throw water or paper at me, I'm getting violent. So you're. This is once things get anywhere it's physical, anywhere. If someone, if I'm walking down the street and someone threw water at me, that man is in the fight. And I'm telling you, that's what, if, if you're in the same thing, if any, I don't know, if you walk down the streets, if any street in, in East Cleveland and you throw some water at someone, you just got yourself into a fight. And you throw some paper at someone, you are, right now, you better be w- willing to protect yourself because you're in a fight right now. That, say whatever you want to do. But I'm saying, it's all, like, no, man, you, if someone, if I'm walking down the street and someone throws some water at me, we we have a problem now. Okay, this but is, if you walk into the street and you walk into somebody else's neighborhood and walk up to every resident of that neighborhood, aka the residents of a school campus, mm-hmm. and those people at the school campus say we don't want you here, mm-hmm. and you say fuck you, I'm coming here anyway, and you step to them and say I don't give a fuck what you have to say, but I'm coming here, I'm talking my shit, mm-hmm. and twenty thousand versus one thousand of you, are you turning around and walking away? If if I if am I giving the speech? Uh, you, why do you want to? 
Because I, it, it doesn't matter why I want to. I should have the right to say whatever I need to say. Sure, and they should too. Yeah, and exactly. If what they have it's to say is you're not speaking here, yeah. then I think they, they have the right to come out in numbers and prevent you from speaking there. No, they don't have the right to prevent you from speaking. And then we're, then we're, we're what, what society are we living in? And we're at the point where we, I'm going to prevent you from speaking there. Now, they can stop, they can not go. So if somebody walks outside. up to your door and just kicks in your door and says, I live here now, you're cool with that? Well, that's totally two different things. No, you can't walk in my, you can't kick my door down. So, so where, where is the line of autonomy? If you if you if, I, if, I, if, if you're, you're out on the you're out on the street and you're making hate speech, I can scream out there. Sure, out on the street. So I'm talking, we're, say, we're talking about a college campus. A college a college doesn't a college student a college student body doesn't have the right to protest. They do they have the right. To, they have to. They absolutely have the right because they they have this freedom of speech too. But once it comes to any point to where they're like, oh, if if you speak. We're gonna throw water, we're gonna throw paper, and we're gonna do shit. People like throw that. tomatoes at shitty performers all the time. That's a time honored tradition. It, it, just because it's a time honored tradition doesn't make it right. They should not because. So you you think some shitty comic comes on stage and people throw tomatoes at him? That that's a, assaulting the First Amendment? If okay, you're but, joking, right? And I am not. I am. I just. I am just a get. Like, is booing somebody off stage? No, because Assa- that is not. That is not vi- Because once people you, could say that's emotional violence. It, not, I'm, not, I'm not talking about I'm talking about physical acts now, now as an adult like you're going to hear things that I, and I will stand up for freedom of speech but once it crosses the line to you're physically interacting with someone now there's a, there's a problem because this, there, that is when things lead to other things and this is I feel like this is where we're at because it comes to like throwing so I, things I, I guess my, my question to you is is that on uh, I agree with you if we're talking real violence. I agree with you if you're talking, you're trying to cause somebody physical harm. Mm-hmm. I really, like, I guess I draw the line somewhere between, like, I get this is tough because you're right. Like, you're right. Like, that's incitement, right? Yeah, like, exactly. If you're, if you're throwing water at somebody you don't want to be, sure, I guess that's the same. But I also, like, how much of the responsibility of it is, like, you knew we were going to be here. We've announced that we're going to be here. Yeah. We announced that we don't want you here. If you show up here, how well, like... Now I, I I have to treat you well. No no no. You can stand out there and you can you can rally. You can protest. You can hold up sign. I, I cross the line where you're like I'm gonna throw shit at this person or I'm gonna hit them with. We're gonna throw water at them. That's where I that's where I'm saying I, because I'm they, sorry, have the, a, they the have water, a, the water thing. I just is laughable to me. I I, just, it, I I agree with you if we're talking like you know fire cannons or something. If you throw like a water balloon at somebody. No, that, like that's you're not assaulting. Somebody. Okay, so let's look at this. Like, okay, then that. You know when somebody threw a, sh- threw a shoe at who was that? Uh, Jeb Bush or yeah. Jeb Bush or whatever. I th- I, like, come on. I thought it was hilarious, but I guarantee. But if it was him and George Bush in the room together, George Bush would probably fuck them up. Sure, but that's what I'm saying. Like, the, you but can't he, take he, a one-on-one principle and apply it to like a thousand no. billion scale. Here's why. Here's so like that's the same the same thing. Well, like yeah, I, I can throw water at you. Can I spit on you now? Fair point. Because that's that's the most disrespectful thing in the world, uh, and it's probably got more people true. killed. That's probably got more people killed than a lot of things. Yeah. You I, don't I, think I, so? I, I I just see way more disrespectful shit than that. But I've been in jail, so. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you spit on someone in jail. Yeah, oh, you yeah, get yeah, fucked you, up. Yeah, man. exactly. That's so that's nice. what I'm saying. There has to be like I don't care about like every. I feel. Like all right, no, all right, is, fine. Yeah. I'll concede that. You got that. Fine. I, I, I agree that the Berkeley protests were were 
had cr- I got okay. So this brings me to an, uh, I guess the point you're trying to get mm-hmm. at is that I think that there is truth in the things that the far right says about the far left. Mm-hmm. And you should know your enemies and know what they say about you in order to like agree figure out where your weaknesses are. I I just like I think a lot of that is hyperbole. Mm-hmm. Is like we talk about well the far left is very it, you know th- this is. This is the Milo stance, mm-hmm. to your point. The far left, every time I want to speak my mind, comes out in droves and commits violence. Mm-hmm. Now, that is factually true. Mm-hmm. The left wing comes out in droves and throws water balloons at you and protests you with signs and occasionally maybe like hits you over the head with some cardboard, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I agree all of that is wrong and that is violent and that is against the First Amendment. Mm-hmm. When, the, when the counter to that is... And that's why people follow me and are, are the way that they are and mm-hmm. feel the way that they feel. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. We're still on board. But if the way that they feel and the reason they follow you is, well, fuck that. We should kill all them. Mm-hmm. Fags are bad. We should eradicate them from yeah. our country. We should send all the Muslims and Mexicans home because they're just rapists, drug dealers, and terrorists. Mm-hmm. Like, th- those aren't... Those aren't equal ideologies because yeah. those people like if if I if, if I walked down the street and I went to a super white neighborhood and they all fucking hated black people and there's Confederate flags everywhere and somebody threw a water balloon at me, mm-hmm. my thought would be, well, definitely not, definitely not as bad as I expected it to be. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, it wouldn't be. Wow, I can't believe I was assaulted. Yeah. So it's like. But no, that never happens because if you go walk through a Confederate neighborhood, you'll get shot or lynched. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah, those are the differences. Here's my thinking of this: is that like nobody, if, nobody's shooting niggas in Seattle. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> but here's my thing: if I, if I, in the same in the same uh, example, if I was walking through like a neighborhood and it was Confederate shit all around, and someone hit me with a water bottle, I, my first instance would be like, okay, today's a water bottle. Tomorrow, I don't know what the fuck it's gonna be. That's fair. Um. In here, in my opinion, of my my true opinion of how the of, fuck do we get on Milo? Because we're talking about, talking about this yeah. <laughs> I don't. I, my true opinion of him is that I don't. I, I don't think he's actually right wing. I think he is probably liberal in in most of his views, and I think he works this the right wing because that gives him the most light. That gives him the most shine. If he was liberal, he would just be another motherfucker. Milo is not liberal. Milo I think is, in his heart he is. No, I think, he, I think he's, he's nothing. Working Milo, Milo is an entertainer or panderer. Yeah, he's, maybe he's, he's a panderer. He's a faggot Donald Trump. That's all he is. He's a panderer. Yeah, it's like he, he's an opportunist. That's what Milo, Yano, yeah, whatever his cocksucker name is. Like, And you know what? You, all y'all can flame me for using all these derogatory slurs. I mean, okay, <laughs> like, fuck that guy. I, like, I, I, I don't think he's like, a bad guy. But like, I, I also don't think he's a liberal like, by any stretch mm. of imagination. I think he's a, he's a con artist. He, yeah, he, yeah, he, he I will think, take whatever opportunity is afforded to him, I, I, and the I, I, right gives him the best opportunity. And right if the left, Much did, like if the left did, he yes. will be all in the left. I, I, I hundred percent super agree. Hillary, and I think he, it, but he's smart enough to articulate and use 
either side of it. And he's also smart enough to, to claim he's, you know, individually. He claims he's an independent at the, yeah. end, at the end of everything, always. Yeah. You know, he, he leans towards the conservative, and he, he's, he's, he's thrown his, his support that direction. That He always phrases shit on, on that level. Like, he can back out of his, you know, you see the Tom and Larry approach. Yeah. Not, well, not she's doing it exactly. successfully yeah. or anything. Well, this is a problem. We live in this culture where, like, we can notice it, how, how, how people are manipulating the masses but the masses are still up in, in are like in this fog, and this is why you get these guys, these these guys like in Charlottesville that will are passionate but are confused, and 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 they have all this hate, and it's probably they probably they probably don't even know why they hate blacks or Jews no, 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 or gay. No. I guarantee, <laughs> I guarantee, dudes. I guarantee you, it's the same thing. Like it is, it's the same thing. Like these terrorists. These are the same thing. Is they it hate all those people for the same shit you were just defending Milo for doing because he because they have a billion people who go out there and say, "Here's all the reasons you should hate the gays, the blacks, I, the faggots, the Jews." Yeah, like because it, they listen to this shit 12, 15 hours a day, and because people are allowed to say it and are now convinced by it. This is my point. Mm-hmm. Like, you can you cannot paint people throwing water bottles and protesting with the same light you paint. Like mobs with torches mowing no, down people in the street. Yeah, I agree. But I agree. like, there's like, sure, like, but every time you say like, well, you have to let Milo do his thing. Like, no, you don't. Like, this is fucking America. I get like freedom of speech. Like, I completely agree. But just like the right always wants to say, at some point we have to stand up to these niggers, mm-hmm. right? At some point, fuck that shit. We standing up too. Like, I'm not mad at anyone out here like protesting Nazis who gets a little violent. Like, I fucking yeah. get it. But like, at the same time, this is the issue. Is like. Every single time someone on the left, act, it's it, somebody made, uh, I think it was uh, Shelton Charlemagne on Brilliant Ends. Actually, that, yeah, the episode was titled Vanilla Isis, which yeah, is the best fucking pun ever. That but that's really what it is. Is like every single time you see one of these videos where some anti fascist protester goes way too far, right? Mm-hmm. And this is what I mean. I'm not saying that shit does not happen. Mm-hmm. I saw people that, and so this is my, my lasting, one of my lasting images of the Boston rally, mm-hmm. right? Uh, there's a, a group of cops leading this Nazi protester or, or sympathetic, whatever. Dude had the fucking swastika on the jacket, the whole shit. You know what I mean? And they're leading this dude away in zip ties. Mm-hmm. And so the reports have been coming in all afternoon that they're giving these guys like police escorts because there's only like 50 or 60 of like the organizers mm-hmm. even showed. But there's still these people like sprinkled throughout the crowd. Mm-hmm. So supposedly they're like escorting them out to safety, which a lot of people have problems with because you're giving a police escort to neo-Nazis. But like whatever, I get it. Like you're escorting 100 people out of a crowd of 40,000. That makes a lot of sense. Fine. There's this kid they're leading out and he's in handcuffs or zip ties rather. And so he's Mm -hmm. clearly being detained for something or maybe like that's just how they're escorting him. Whatever. Mm -hmm. There's 100 cops surrounding this guy. Mm -hmm. The situation is beyond under control. Mm -hmm. It's overkill. But there's a mob of 500, 1,000, I don't know, a shit ton mm-hmm. of angry leftists, mm-hmm. like, chasing these people, chanting, throwing bottles, throwing throwing bottles of water, tossing water, tossing paper, whatever. I heard a bunch of reports of, like, rocks and shit being thrown. I was there for two and a half hours. I didn't mm-hmm. see anyone throw a rock or a stick or any of mm-hmm. that shit. So a lot of, like, but there's what I mean, a lot of water, a lot of paper. That shit's just unnecessary. Yeah. There's no need. Yeah. The dude's literally being arrested. Mm-hmm. Which is probably more than needed to happen. I don't know what he did, so mm-hmm. I, I I can't speak to that. Mm-hmm. But from everything I saw that day, I didn't see any reason anyone needed to be arrested, really. From yeah. any shit I saw. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, <laughs> like, that's where, like, I agree with you. Like, but we, that's just ammo 
that, like, they use that ammo of instances like that. Like, mm-hmm. that image of a thousand people angrily shouting, chanting, throwing shit at this one innocent little neo-Nazi, mm-hmm. right? Like, <laughs> that is fucking right-wing fodder. Like, look at the left. Look at them. They're the real terrorists. They're the real fascists. Yeah. It's like, no, we're not, nigga. Like, come yeah. out to the rally. See who's out there. There, well, there really is two, three thousand of those people, yeah. but we're 40,000 deep out here. Yeah. It is moms. It is veterans. It's fucking kids. Everybody's out here on this side of history. Mm-hmm. Don't try to paint that like the the obvious majority of the country trying to do the right thing and preach love yeah. is somehow affiliated with like the extreme Dude. left who literally wants to like convert us into a globalist like socialist society, which I'm not 100% against. I have a lot of views on that, but that's post utopian shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? For, for the sake of practicality, like those people are as far left as I don't even know the group that would be that far right. Because this is the problem. Mm-hmm. You could name a group on the far right, mm-hmm. and whatever is equivalent to like Antifa on the far right, mm-hmm. there's about 35 other groups who are active, large, have a, a vocal voice in our country's politic mm-hmm. that are right of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, sure, for, for all my conservative people out there, let's call Antifa the new KKK, mm-hmm. right? They're equatable, they're one to one, which is and when, unequivocally when not true. the Antifa thing comes? This is like. What's is that? Uh, it's an anti-fascist movement. That's what it stands for. Yeah, is that anti-FA? Anti-fascist. That's what I mean. We we got to the point where we're comparing anti-fascists. Yeah. To the KKK. Yeah. How ridiculous that sounds. But yeah. fine, if you believe that, let's call that that, right? Uh-huh. To the right of the KKK, mm-hmm. you have like white supremacists and white nationalists, mm-hmm. like who you know go far, you know, have between like the Aryan Nation and th- those type of groups. Uh, you also have like outright actual neo Nazis mm-hmm. who take that even a step further, mm-hmm. right? Uh, you can you can get to your whole like. For for everybody out there who loves like the Zionists or trying to you know take over the world, like there's an anti-Zionist movement that's just as corrupt and just as rich and just as disgusting. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like these things, like that goes very deep on the right, mm-hmm. except like the expressed concerns of every of one of those groups on the right is to make the world better for exclusively one group of people. Yeah. Usually white people. I won't say that's all of them. There's plenty of right-wing groups in other countries and other lands that do things differently in this nation. Everything going hardline right is to the exclusive benefit of white people, if not rich white people, mm-hmm. if not rich white straight people. Yeah, you know, <laughs> the margins get thinner. The and further there's you a confused over. poor white section who's out of what they're. Well, and, but that's the problem. If you're yeah. poor white, you're in the middle, right? Where you're like you're just on that edge of eh, maybe like they're doing some shit for white people. Like the alt right is doing some shit for white people, yeah. right? But then you look on the left, and if you're poor white, like you're poor white straight Christian male, mm-hmm. the left ain't got shit for you anymore. Like, the left told you to hate yourself. And, like, they're, just, they're alienating the shit out of those people. My, my well, that's, is, a, that's a broad... I, I, it's, and this is what... This, I'm oh, sorry, no, go know. ahead. No, I forgot uh, what I'm saying. <laughs> this is, like, where the... I think the confusion gets... Because it's, like, all these different boxes that you have to exactly. feel like you have to put yourself in if you don't affiliate yourself to a group then you don't have to take responsibility for the actions of those individuals and my point to everyone is that regardless what side you're on whatever group is responsible for the shitty actions you all you need to do is the same shit you've been asking minorities to do forever is to to look around your group of people if that's white people if that's straight people if that's women if that's gay people if that's black people whatever groups you belong to when they do some fucked up shit Stand up and disavow it. 
Just like you want every Muslim person ever to say, I'm against terrorism. I need all white people to say, I'm not a racist. I need all straight people to say, I'm not a homophobe. Because in today's day and age, you don't fucking know. Yeah, and, that's and you've been asking black people to say we're not criminals and we're, we're, we're safe to be around, right? Mm-hmm. For as long as you've, quote unquote, integrated us into white society. So if that's going to be the deal for us, then, well, welcome to the new normal. Well, niggas got to do that it's, shit. It's too. weird how, how like, um, racist and these, <laughs> these white nationalists can, not, can hate terrorists but can't see, like, the consistencies in their own views that are similar to terrorists. Yeah, it's like you. Well, no hate, one can though. This, this is my point. Like that's a. The, well, it's, it's 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 a confusion, and this is why I said there's this there's a confusion, and this is why I said that like I think a lot of people don't understand why they are racist or why they are. They haven't even took the they, like. I guarantee, if like the guy that ran this car through Charlottesville and killed a woman and injured sixteen other. I guarantee he's never even sat down and had a conversation with one minority his whole life. I I don't believe that to be true. You and I, 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 I I'm sure they've already figured that out. And I, yeah, you should Google I, that. But like, I I am I think what makes me I used to think that was the case with most racist people. I think it's the opposite now. It's true. I think most people have racist misconceptions and go out and have those interactions mm-hmm. with minorities. And then or project they're, 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 they're the same, the same of like sexist people, right? Yeah. Like I think a lot of people have a, 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 an idea of what women are in their head, right? Mm-hmm. And you just assume all women you to be find like that. that. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and, and you go seek that out. That's that's uh, that's. Shit, go listen to our last episode and see how many things you said. Well, women always do. Yeah, but, it's like no, they don't. <laughs> Like no group of people always does anything. Like that's just yeah. not how the world works. Exactly. But like I, but I leave it, even with myself. I leave myself room to be an idiot, and that's like the one. I think. <laughs> Chris backpedaling. No, no I, even from our first episodes, I, <laughs> yeah. like I've always said, like yeah, which you know I'm an idiot. I don't know anything, and I will leave myself room for to be able to be corrected. But I do, I mean, I make tons of generalizations all the time. But I leave myself room to be like, yeah, but I could be full of shit. Yeah, this shit is not generalized people's, but that's my point. Yeah, I feel exactly. like that's what a lot of this problem is. Impo- I think it's, it's a like, human nature yeah. to generalize certain things and that we, we categorize things. This is how we wor- maneuver through this fucking fucked up world that we live in. But that doesn't mean that if I have a conversation with someone that, like, I'm going to. I, that's how you may start the conversation with that, but you're you're an idiot if that's how you end the conversation. If this if this communication have, you haven't moved the dial one way or another in order to uh, incorporate whatever interaction you have with this person, if you haven't taken that into account and you just leave this overall generalization based on the fact that he's black, white, Muslim, or whatever, then you're an idiot. But here's the thing. So I remember we talked several episodes ago. I forget which episode. But a lot of people, like, peaking somewhere around, like, the end of their high school years. And, like, you, you, there's a point at which you start to just, like, stay the same person. Like, you don't... You grow at a much slower rate. I, and that point's different for everybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, there, we talked about, like, people hitting a, hitting a cap there. Especially people who never move away, don't really challenge themselves. Mm-hmm. Maybe never go to school, never have... Or, you know, have kids with them. Like, they hit a social growth wall, right? Yeah. Remember what you were thinking when you were 17, 18, 19, and like how general all of your thoughts were? Oh, it was nonsense. Right. So if you, and I I was thinking about this the other day, and it's like, you remember back when we were when we were that age, right? It mm-hmm. was like everyone had a click, right? Mm-hmm. You were a band geek, you were a goth, you were a jock, or whatever your fucking mm-hmm. thing was in high school, right? Mm-hmm. 
those don't really exist anymore from what I can understand like speaking to kids like yeah. a lot of people and, and this is true of our adult society mm-hmm. it's like people blur lines all the time now like mm-hmm. you have jocks who play trombone and also write poetry yeah. and you have drama kids who are like fucking models who are also like fucking straight A students mm-hmm. like it's a, a lot more blended society mm-hmm. but that click generation just grew up yeah so now we're seeing what you were saying earlier, like everybody's got to check a box, right? You got to belong to this group. And it's like, well, if you're not in my clique, then we can't hang out with those people over yeah. there because those people wear pop collars and pastel colors. We don't like them because they're preps. Mm-hmm. Like, that's almost what it feels like to me. Yeah. It's like everybody's got their little fucking tribe mm-hmm. and nobody can, can like step it's out of it. It's very that. tribal. And it's very tribal. As somebody who's always kind of maneuvered you're saying earlier but tribe. yeah between different worlds yeah. right it's like even when I was that age it's like yeah I, I did play saxophone and was in student government and got straight A's and also played sports and mm-hmm. wrote poetry like I, I maneuvered those circles so yeah. now as an adult to have to like justify like well I am in favor of freedom of speech but I also am kind of okay with like punching Milo in the face yeah. Yeah, if you want to like beat up Nazis in the street I'm cool with that but Nazis should have the, like the right to say what they want to say yeah. like cops do need to hold order cops shouldn't hit people with fucking vehicles yeah. like th- like there's a lot of gray areas for me and everyone just keeps asking you to choose a side and I just find myself in the middle shouting in every direction the truth is over here please come here mm-hmm. but I know that's how everyone else feels and I don't pretend to know enough to know that I'm right yeah. and it's really helpless like, yeah. I really hate that feeling. Yeah, I do too. And here's like I feel similar to you that like I was I can fluently move through different social interactions and circles and be and and I can and people will feel like I'm comfortable there, but I've never actually been fully comfortable in any circle, and I always felt like I didn't quite fit in. Aww. No, and this but but it. It allowed me to examine it yeah. different aspect as an outsider because I didn't feel I didn't fit in I didn't feel like like I could go to like a white high school and fit in but I didn't feel like I could go to all black school and, and fit in and so it doesn't really leave you a lot of room to feel like you're comfortable so you what you end up doing is compromising and fitting in different circles or finding a circle that's kind of multicultural but still just something that you just don't you just, I, I don't I don't I feel like I don't understand a lot of things. So do but, you feel that way as an adult too? Yeah, I do feel like that way as an adult. I'm just like I don't fit in, but I can interact with in with different environments and shit like that. But like I don't understand them. I don't understand their motivations. I don't understand how they rationalize a lot of the dumb shit they do. I just I just I've been in. How how like how does anyone fit in? This is a world full of fucking insane people. Like look at the if you take a step back and just look at the world, look at all these nations, look at all our motivations, look at all the dumb shit we do. This is a world of fucking insanity. And if feel like you fit into this shit, you should feel insane. Like someone that says so does it give you like some sort of peace that you don't? Because that's my big thing. No, I, I, I don't. don't I'd like it. That's the real thing that like mellows me out. I was like, no, and I don't. I. I I don't I don't get any peace because I feel like I'm on this fucking on this fucking crazy ride with insane people and then no one can <laughs> just be like yo just chill out like can we just put all your fucking petty bullshit alone or like look at yourself and look look at your motivations and get like I I examine my I try to examine myself and I still fuck up a lot because you know my insecurities or selfishness or whatever but it's just like, I I thought I was bad, and I'm examining myself, but then I look at the world, and I'm just like, 
this is all fucking bullshit. I'm, I'm in this world with insane people who can't, six-year-olds who can't make a decision and can't just look at people honestly and can't make good decisions based on not their selfish needs and shit like that. And, and you know, I, I don't I don't feel comfortable with it. I feel like everyone's insane and I'm on this shit with insane people. And I, Do you feel like you're sane? No. <laughs> so it's no. different. Is that at least that I'm like I can rationally be like yo like I'm I am insane I notice I'm insane but like I don't want to inflict I don't want my decisions to be like inflicting any negativity on anyone else I'm just trying to maneuver through this world I don't give a fuck what you do if I'm fucking your shit up tell me and I will like adjust it as much as I can but like. I just don't. I just. I don't understand it. I just don't understand this world. I don't. I've never understand it. I never understand people well enough to like. You know, try and rationalize decisions. What's going on in the world? And I think it's one big, like, fucking hot mess to where we're trying to maneuver through and trying. And and I, and I feel like that's why people pick one side or the other because it's so much confusion. They're just like, all right, well, like, fuck it, like. I'm with this side, and this is like all I'm gonna ride with because I got so much confusion and so much it's so blurry to me that I don't understand it. Yeah, I'm just I'm, I'm over letting people off the hook for that, bro. Yeah, like, I, I, I need I, people to like I'm I'm cool with people need to identify with a side and like have a crew and have a tribe and all that. I guess my my big thing I walked away from these past couple of weekends was like we need to start holding individuals accountable for their own behavior. Yeah. Like, we can't say, like, th- like this group, that, or this group, that, like, no, like, give me names. Tell me who it is. Tell me who's at these rallies. Tell me tell me who's calling for genocide. And tell me who, like, if people on the left are, are beating the shit out of somebody with sticks in the street, get their, like, get their photos, get their faces. You're right. Like, fuck them, too. Yeah. I don't care if it was, like, somebody they suspected to be a Nazi. Now, here, here's where that, like, gets blurry, though, again. It's like, so it's like, I agree with that, right? But I, I want that on both sides. So if it's like... Tell me who the dude at the rally was. And the dude at the rally said, like, I'm out here today because I don't believe black people should be, are real people. And I'm going to burn down the homes of all these niggas. Mm-hmm. Right? Do you arrest the guy who punches him in the face for that? Yeah. That's Why? Because that, that's actual incitement. That's violence. Yeah. You're, just, you're talking about actually committing acts of violence. And, okay, so this is... This is... Uh, and I guess, like, that that's my line right scenario. there. It's like, this when people weird... are actually threatening violence, then go for it. This is This is a weird scenario. Um, in a perfect world, there's a justice system that if that guy says that, yeah, sorry, I'm yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. There's a perfect world. There's, 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 they get that they someone files a report and they keep eye on this guy, and there's no need for this guy to be pun- to punch him. Mm. But in the world we live in, right. He says that someone punches him. He gets nothing is more supporters. Ex- <laughs> Goes home and builds a bomb. Exactly. Nothing. It's, a, it's it is. It's just that Martin Luther. It's a Martin Luther King statement. Is that like you can't d- defeat darkness with darkness. Only light can defeat darkness. And it's like my and I, I and I am. You think people still hearing that right now, man? It feels more Malcolm and Martin than ever before. Because I used to be very much on that wave, and like and, well, that's I'm, my I'm starting to understand. My instinct, my instinct is is, is Martin, 
or it's Malcolm. My instinct is like no. See, I mean, obviously, my instincts are more Martin. Like I, no. I'm with you. Like I, I want just everyone. Like this is why I'm so conflicted because at the end of the day, like. I think everyone should just treat each other better. I think yeah. you should act better to one another. And I think that really is the solution, as dumb, hippie, simple as that yeah. sounds. I just don't think that's actionable right now. I don't think we're in an environment where people can be nice to each other. That and is... I think that's sad as fuck. Because what that really boils down to is, like, people in power not allowing other people to be nice. But I don't think that, I don't think that violence is the solution to that. I, I agree. I just also can't really condemn it at this point. Yeah, I, I I want to. I need to. I I I, to be I have to, because I just feel like that any any if I look at it as a as a, a marketing <laughs> guy, um, that not only will that take away from everything you did as far as positive, mm-hmm. then also it's your enemy can use that against you. Yeah, but I guess my point is like, take Black Lives Matter, for example. Mm-hmm. Right? People have certainly done vi- you know, violent things and claim they were associated with the Black Lives Matter movement. Mm-hmm. I, the accuracy of a lot of those claims is very disputable. I'm sure some of them are accurate. Mm-hmm. Let's, I guess, assume that. Uh, again, still a little fuzzy for me. Uh, that being true, right? That's always going to happen in a movement that big. You can't mm-hmm. have a movement of hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of people, right? Mm-hmm. And have no one get out of line. What? So, like, the idea that, like, violence discredits the movement, it, it's, it's, like, people on the right say it's about police all the time, right? A few bad apples or whatever. Well, okay, we're going to touch on something that I'm going to get in, tr- in a lot of trouble for. I'm already going to get flamed for this entire podcast. <laughs> we spent an hour, essentially... Saying that the left is too vicious and the right deserves well, their Well, no, speech. I don't even think it's viciousness. And this is my thing. It's not viciousness. It's just strategy and it's what is productive in order to lead change. And, like, as we're talking about, and I have a lot, and as a, as a, as a black dude in America, a black man in America who, who, who loves black people and has always been... Uh, you know, I love, I grew up like my, Martin Luther King, Michael Max was my hero. So I'm thinking the last time I was over here, I was here with a white check. Carry on. Regardless. <laughs> regardless. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> uh, I feel like there has to be a strategy. And so, like, you, you take a Black Lives Matter. And you think there's no strategy to Black Lives Matter? It's not the right strategy. Look, look here, if you want a strategy to build... Blacks in in the American society is it, you do not go out and, and and this is just my opinion. I'm done. You have to be done asking for people rallying and asking people to you know show us respect. No, you earn the respect. Go and build structures in the community, build businesses, build fucking buy out, put your money together. Like yes, you can add, you can demand respect. But in the capitalist market, you you earn respect by building your own business and demanding respect. You can ask for say you can ask for respect, but you go out. If it, look at the economically in the United States, black people spend the black dollar is so fucking powerful. We build our own businesses, we build our own schools, we build our own banks. That's when you don't have to ask for you don't have to ask for respect if you if you do so that. Why do you think that hasn't happened yet, Chris? It's it's our, I feel like there is systematic 
issues that we have to work uh, that we have to work against. No, but there's just, lack of organization. There's lack of organization in the black community. It just always has. And so we're talking about like building building capitalist uh, power within the black community, right? One hundred percent. Let me ask you this. Same thing, Jay Z. Jay Z just did a whole, a whole, his whole podcast with uh, Rat Radar. It's exactly what he discussed. He's like, look at. He's like, I'm not dissing the Jews. I'm saying that, like, look what the Jewish. I, I lived across the street where, like, in, in the projects, and I saw the Jewish community build a, a beautiful community because they all they had was them. And they came together. They built their own community, and they built wealth from that. And like, yeah, that's because how they were allowed to get bank loans and mortgages. Okay, allowed. Like this is this is how you. you you're saying this like like housing discrimination still isn't happening I'm not, today. I'm not saying that it's not a. It's I live not in a, Boston, where places were getting redlined in the eighties. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, but I'm I'm and I'm not saying that this is like an easy maneuver. I'm saying that it's. It's 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 a essential maneuver into where sure, like, but you're making the, it sound like like the idea that demanding respect is not part of that maneuver is absurd. It, uh, no, I'm saying these are this is a two pro. This is a this, there's a, this is the foundation. You literally that started that statement with that is the wrong approach. You must demand respect to be able to be in a position to grow financial and capitalist. If like you power. if you're using those markets and those industries. Yes, but if you say, yo, oh, fuck what y'all doing, like... So what, are you going to avoid banking? You're going to avoid entertainment? You're going to avoid infrastructure? You're going to avoid shipping? We, we, we if, if you... No, you build the infrastructure yourself. You think... Oh, so now, seven generations behind, you're going to build an infrastructure that's going to compete with no outside sources and no globalist trend. Oh, oh well... I'm confused okay, by this. The only... Okay, so no, is it going to happen overnight? No, but there is. It's gonna happen. It's a, it, it, so okay. So what is the alternative to not building to your own businesses, not building, keeping, to creating a shared society where all races do business together and collaborate with one another and have long, a melded community? And how long would okay? And a how long will that take? How in less and, time than every single culture rebuilding its own infrastructures? No. Well, how so? If that's the case, why would we ship everybody back to their home countries? No. Okay. Look at. Okay. That's like that's the mentality. That's a re, like you like that's essentially saying black people should go form their own nation, get the fuck out of America, no, and no. like rebuild their own shit. Okay. So, so Is, isn't that taking that thought process all the way through? Would okay. be black people like, dissociating from America, taking some portion of it, creating their own nation state, and building their own shit. No, but no, it, no, it's 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 complete. It's so, not the exact same. Okay, so okay, I'll, I'll, so let's. So say, what's the end goal of that vision then? The end goal of that. Okay, let's say let's just take an example. Let's take um, I'm from Ohio, so I would have to take uh, Cleveland. So let's say the population of let's say. Like East Cleveland, dominantly minority black community. Let's say it's eighty percent African American community. Okay. And historically, like lower lower class community. Okay. And terrible school districts. Okay. Low lowest in the country. Um. And so, like, you're in this community. Mm-hmm. So how and it's all black people, mm-hmm. a majority, eighty percent black people. Mm-hmm. So in this community, you are. I can't even know. I can't even. 
even imagine how many generations these people are away from getting financially above water. Okay. So how in this community full of all black people, how do you create an ecosystem where you can begin to build some wealth you begin to build a educational system where your kids can prosper you and the, the money within the community doesn't stays in the community and doesn't go out of the community to where people you why create. is the money going out of the community about because they don't own any businesses in these communities who the the people who live in the community. This is the this is. I've never been to an eighty percent black neighborhood where there weren't black owned businesses. Oh, are you kidding me? I I live in a majority black owned neighborhood. And how many black banks are there? How many These black car dealerships? Those are businesses. Ba- bank. Okay, so n- not many banks, but plenty of car dealerships, plenty of restaurants. I would love to. See, I would go love to Dorchester. Okay. Are you kidding me? But this. That, what are you talking about? And, but, there, and there's black car dealerships. Bank, banks is my exact point. Like there are plenty of black-owned businesses all over the place. The, the problem being that they're all like bootstrapped on like cash loans in the neighborhood because they can't get a bank loan, and black people can't open a fucking bank because the country won't let them. Because you've been told that you don't have credit for generations because you didn't have fucking parents that survived past the age of forty to own property in a world that they weren't allowed to buy property. Yes, and yeah, it's just, and I those those are not false statements. That yes, there is a, a aspect of generational wealth that builds the foundation. Just, right, and so so but, if, you, okay. if you're but, in a generation, if if you if you've missed the boat on generational yeah. wealth and you hope to one day compete with those who have generational wealth, is the fastest path towards getting there to form your own insulated society with people. Who by your well, by we, our marriage by design by the people outside of that society don't know anything about the societal building, okay. or is it better to partner with those around you who have resources and build a blended society? Okay, well we, we disagree in a couple of things. The one that you, that you say that like there's a lot of black owned businesses in these communities. I'm not saying there doesn't and, need to be more, and, but and, I'm saying I, predominantly I, I, black I, neighborhoods there I, are plenty of black owned businesses. I disagree. To, I disagree I, with the types of businesses there are. And a I disagree with the type of businesses there are, and that we're judging it by a dollar amount I, I disagree that you can say dollar amount there's a majority of these businesses in urban communities black communities are owned by black people I, I, I agree I, I, think I think the majority is probably chains chains and franchises 100% but that being said and, lots of those and, franchises and, 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 are owned and I, by black and people I, and I think and I I disagree with that too and we can pull up the statistic later but and I and I feel like in, in a lot of minority Communities and you go into these little, you go into these uh, convenience stores. They're owned by different cultures. They're not, not black. Um, you nah, go, Asians yeah. own all the all the convenience stores. Don't trip. Yeah. <laughs> it's I, Asians and Dominicans. You got a couple of Muslims. That's the yeah. deal. And here, y'all got the community convenience store game online. But here, here's here's what I'm thinking. If if in an ideal situation that I would want, if if let's say if this was just like my family. Mm-hmm. In, in in this community and it was like a thousand of us I would be like yo we're not I'm not doing this like yeah a maybe you need to go to school to go to this public school to get accredited and go to college but as soon as you get out of school like we're gonna run our own after school program and we're gonna teach you a B and C we're gonna teach you the shit that they're not teaching and like let's say in you know Whatever the dope white community is, we're gonna teach you about taxes. We're gonna teach you about entrepreneurship. We're gonna teach you about uh, financial literacy. 
because this is how you need to maneuver in these world. And let's say like, oh, well, there's a convenience store over, over over there, and like most people go there, they accept EBT. Well, we're gonna open up a better convenience store, you know, that we own. We're gonna pull our money together, and we're going to make sure that it's just affordable, it's just as has just as much uh, products okay, and so your pricing. Point? It's that that's how you build that's how you build wealth. No, it starts it, Oh it, my god, you, that is just it's just just like that's not true. So so you have to so you're what you're saying is that like you have to you have to go into other people outside world in order to build any sustainable wealth? No, I'm saying that, like, sure, you can build wealth that way over the course of eight or nine generations, but if you're already seven generations behind, Mm -hmm. then the shortcut towards being competitive in the open marketplace, because yeah. I assume the dream eventually mm-hmm. is to not just have insulated black communities that only No, no, I'm not saying okay. that. I'm just saying that, like, so, in these black communities where, like, they're not going, they're, 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 they're still ten generations from even having the level of success or wealth that, you know, some of other communities. But then, this is my point. They're not if you if you open the door. It's like, you're five generations you behind. We've made up two open. generations, right? Like, we got plenty of liquor stores and convenience stores and barbershops and laundromats and all those shitty other things. Now you're talking about getting to that next step where you're talking grocery stores, where you're talking housing, where you're talking yeah. schools, right? Yeah. And when you're, when you're starting to approach that point, you've already started to make these jumps, right? Mm-hmm. Is it or is it not easier to accelerate that process with outside money? If with, the door with, opens. Y- yes. But I'm but, saying that waiting for those. And how do, you, uh, how do you get the door open other than demanding fucking respect? Yes. Well, I, I agree that you have to demand. You started you to, this statement with "that's the wrong approach." No, I, demanding respect. I said that's demanding respect is how you that, accelerate that, the entire program you're trying to get behind. That is not the only step, though. Sure, what I'm saying is, that, like, and that's what I when I said, yeah, that's not the I, that's not the only step you take. And yes, it's like, but it is the, the, f- the fastest path. The fa- Everything fast- else won't happen quickly the, enough. The, fast- the pa- fastest path is still us trying to maneuver these these situations and in a culture that has not helped us in the past. In the past, so like if you have okay, so you're you're right in the fact that if, like if, if, yes if, yes a Le- if I'm a LeBron James, am I not going to use relationships outside of the black community? Yes, but then like take whatever you have and invest a little bit black in the black communities and building schools and allow them and owning shit sure and plenty of lebron james of the world do that but what i'm what i'm saying to you is like it that can't be your worldview if you're not lebron james to control your community everyone else has a community look at how many like we all have one my god like we're we're all like this is this is the shit that drives me crazy. Is like just because you live three fucking streets apart doesn't mean they're separate communities. Like you can go hang out with the Asian kids around the corner and the white kids up the street. Right? Yes, but they're they're still but they're still not they're, you're still not them. There's still the barrier, and I'm not saying no the one's trying to be right. them. Okay, but there is a. Bar- I, I want a community where all of those people can coexist. Yes, but we how far are we away from that? We're some respect for other people who aren't white people away from that. 
So that's why people are demanding fucking respect. That's my point. That is such a... Think, you're think, wait, think, we, think about all the things you're talking about. We we need to build our own system of banks. We need to like take or take retake our school looking, systems. We need to essentially build a brand new community inside of this white community that will one day be strong enough to challenge the white community and then we no, can compete. I'm not, no, you're, 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 I never say anything about challenging. I'm saying that build, be in control. Challenging being com- it'll be on the same level as. It Maybe it's not, but still you have a community okay. that you're in control of your own destiny. But you're asking for, oh, well, let's, let's, let's I'm wait. I'm asking for, to be respected by other human beings. Yes. And when has that, when has that happened? That, that they respect people based on their differences. In the history of, of human society, when has everyone been all like, oh, yeah, we respect you. We Never. don't care That's what you That's why we founded at. this fucking country, to have a place where we can maybe one day achieve it. It hasn't happened, so you can't Who cares if it hasn't happened? Okay, I'm not waiting on it. I'm not, I'm, what I'm saying is that, like, yes. And building insulated communities within white not, America has worked for who? It's not insulated. It's, it's the fact that, like, look, like, we are still, like, regardless, if I, if I can't build, if I can't build, uh, uh, a store so on Newberry saying, Street, then I will build a store in my in my neighborhood and that's supported by my people. What good is having a store if the store can only make twelve percent of the money, Chris? That's my point. Twelve percent of, of, of what money? Are you have you look how much money black people are spending outside? Sure, and they're still spending that fucking Newberry Street anyway. That's my point. So but I want we, the so I want my store on Newberry Street. What other? But you're not gonna get a street in New York. Yes, you will. Where that motherfucker who owns that plot of land respects you. And I think that's a much more valiant fight. No, because you have to wait for this this mystery date when you can earn respect. It's or not a mystery. I go out and earn respect every fucking day. But 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 still, you're still a black man in 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 United States. So there's still. It's, I I refuse to accept the complex that because of my blackness, I will never okay. garner respect from other people. Okay, okay, let's. That say, very let's, well may be true. I refuse okay. to operate my life. Regardless of whether you refuse to or not, if you let's say there's a plot of land open and and you want to make a bid on it and you want to buy and you have the same cash as another gentleman that is. Approaching that the same person that you're buying yeah. this land from, yeah. all the same credentials, and you are a black dude from let's say, Rock Roxbury, sure. and this guy is a, a white dude from Lexington. Yeah. And this is and you're selling, and you're and you're buying from you know a a, a white dude from, I don't know Newton. Okay. He has more in common. He recognized patterns in this person that relates to his world. Okay. So this, you guys are both the same. Just like it, 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 it we're both he's, the same. We probably have a lot in common too. But carry on. Well, if you're, if you're, if you're, if you're, if your credentials okay, are the same, so what's your then this there? man's gonna get that plot of land first, and you have to go. You have, and this guy's like, or, or he's gonna be able to buy that. And you're cool just accepting that and then going back to your neighborhood and saying, "Fuck it, well, let's just work with what we got." No, that, no, I'm impression? saying, I'm no, I'm saying. This How is, is that a, not what you're saying? This is multi-level. I'm saying, no, we will still. That's still the goal. That we're still fighting for that, but I'm gonna still build in my community and still and still and still work within my community because this is it's a necessity. So, if that's the goal, but you're saying it's wrong to go out and say that's what we want, and in the meantime we should just build our own thing. How is that not separation? No, because I'm saying there there we're, we're, there is a gap between when we'll be able to have be able as a Black American. There is a gap between when we're when 
half the streets gonna be owned by black people. Th- that gap shouldn't happen. There's not fifty percent black people in America. Exactly. So why would why would you? So why is your target? Why wouldn't you build in your community where you? Because my community is only 12%. I want to expand my community. I want my community to be outside of one or two neighborhoods. So I want black people in every community, roughly 12% of the population. But that is not going to happen. Why? Because, we're ne- because, as you said, we are generations behind. This is a compound effect of wealth. We're generations behind being in 12% of, the, of these rich white neighborhoods. Yes, the reason the reason for that is because a what we started this topic with, which is that because white people refuse to respect black people as other human beings, mm-hmm. and ch- challenging that every fucking day is something that need I think every single person should be doing black white any any other race. I think you, be, you should be like challenging others specifically straight white people mm-hmm. uh, to respect you as another human being. I don't think that's a crazy thought. Uh, but then the flip side of that is like if you're generationally behind, right? Mm-hmm. How much can you teach me? Right? Mm-hmm. If me and you are both five generations behind, you're you're an elder in my neighborhood. You're three generations behind, right? Mm-hmm. Other white people. So I go to you looking for advice, mm-hmm. and the best advice you can give me is still 50 years too late. So like what I'm saying to you is like you have to blend the community because the more voices you have, the more diverse your thinking, your experiences, and the knowledge you can gain on. As you, and, and his, you know this. You have a very diverse friend group. We've gone over this. Yeah. Having people of all walks of life around you make you a better person. Shutting yourself off and living one narrow viewpoint. This is the whole. This is not weird. Like, how could you advocate for that? Okay, I'm not. I, what I'm saying is that look, that we live in a in in a, in a world that as if I, as a black person in America, it, <laughs> what you're saying, blend everything should be blended, and that's yeah, like that's utop- the point that's, of America. That's a utopia. No, it that's American. It is. That's a, utopian is we live in a post-job society where nobody, like nobody, needs to work and we all get along. And we uh, live in a global socialist economy. Like that's utopian. Yeah. And all Americans should respect each other because the purpose of founding this nation was for all free people to be able to be here and be themselves. Is not fucking utopian. That's American. I just, that's constitutional. I, I just, yeah, but I think I think you're I think you're looking at this. So your ideal is that everyone should be, we should demand respect. And they should give it. I, I agree that you should demand respect, but I feel like we're and as you see today, we're like it's all these people who's showing that no, that we're still generations beyond, beyond what we thought we were in race relations. That you're not. There's still a lot of people that don't respect black people or minority or Mexicans. Right, or, and it's not my job as a black person to sit around and wait for people to catch the fuck up. And eggs, and that's and that is my and that is. That's the foundation of what I'm saying is that like Leah, I can't wait for you guys to catch up, and and me by me being like oh like marching, and and, and going yeah you may turn you may shine some light and raise some awareness on it, but in in a capitalistic world how you build respect is building capital and pushing your weight around in the market and and pulling our money together. We spend as black people we spend a lot of money. But a lot of that money doesn't stick in the community. We this this money goes to like your yeah, McDonald's and the, your Nikes. Yeah, and your but people always like have that. this argument. It's like, dude, like the reason the money doesn't stick in the community is because, like you said, generationally speaking, there was no place to spend it in the community. We're moving. But where past is it that to now. spend now? Where do you, where's, what black the, business do you spend your money on? 
I, I spend my money at black shops all the time. I spend like, what, what, what does say? The, the pizza place down the street that I go to fucking four times a week is owned by a black guy. The fucking Evelyn's up the block from where, where I get all my sneakers is owned by a black guy. The fucking grocery store I go to at the top of my block that's a co-op that was founded by the guy who owns Trader Joe's and a bunch of local farmers and the local community is where I do my grocery shopping, which is also attached to a women's health clinic that also has a women's only gym specifically for single mothers that also has daycare in the fucking black and predominantly also... Asian community. Absolutely, I spend my money at black businesses. And absolutely, there are more and more of them to spend my money at every single day. But that what I'm saying but is just because it's owned by black people doesn't mean that should be the place I like I don't own I don't use a bevel. I go to Dollar Shave Club. You know why? It's a better deal for a better product. That's not the hate on Tristan. I fucking love Tristan Walker. I read several of his books. I fuck with the guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's not me being anti-black. That's a good fucking product. And what I'm saying is, like, I'm not shutting out the rest of the outside world because a black people make some other shit. Black people make shitty pizza. Trust me, if there's Italians in my neighborhood, I wouldn't go to that pizza place. A pizza place is fucking terrible. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. But what I'm saying is, like... That like there are plenty of also great black owned businesses. I still go to that grocery store for a reason. Mm-hmm. Like the produce is dope. I get shit I've never even fucking heard of there. Like the service is amazing mm-hmm. and it's four minutes from my front door. What I'm saying is like we shouldn't be striving to like have this world where like, all right, cool, since they won't respect us, we only like now we only buy black. I hate the the, the no, you were calling Jay Z earlier. Jay Z has that line about like uh, why, why would I order Goose when uh, Puffy owns Ciroc? You know why? Because Ciroc is like shitty vodka. And but not that Goose is better. I don't drink Goose either. But like, Ciroc is shitty vodka. It's not a great product. It's overpriced and it's owned by a guy who's already got too much goddamn money. You know what I mean? I'd much rather give my money to Tito's. Yeah, no, I, 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 just, I disagree in that. Why? Because that's a short... You're looking at a short game. Yeah, I'd rather get it because it's a better business plan. You're, you're you're talking you're trying to like explain a long term worldview of capitalism, but refusing to acknowledge consumer choice. No, I I I. You're saying consumers should make choices that are in, against their own best consumer interest in the interest of furthering the for the 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 building of the race. Oh well, I mean, okay, so like you're saying that like oh well, like because you know. Let's say uh, a gasoline car is is the better choice than fuck electric car, even though it's bad for the environment. This is a better business plan and it's cheaper, so I'm gonna choose that one. That's the, you can't just make decisions just based. There, what is your basic sure you decision? Can. You can, you, yeah, but that doesn't mean it's the right decision. So you think everyone should drive electric cars just I, because it's better for the environment? I, w- w- you don't think consumers have a choice? I do think they have the choice, but do, w- what are so we is everyone for? not is everyone not driving a Tesla or a Prius an asshole? No, I'm just saying that it would in in a, in a perfect society, you, you, we should all be driving electric cars. Okay, so why don't we? Because because of consumer choice, because of price, because of value, because of image, because of because we live in a capital market. So, exactly. So, so you're talking about within a capitalist market. We're that, arguing two different points. We're arguing for what's best for society. What's best? Yes, but for what you're world saying world, is what's best, what's best for best society for is everybody driving a, a, electric vehicles, right? The equivalent thereof. Which, but also that like the reason that is best for society is because we live in a capitalist environment. That is, like, those aren't coexistent ideas. With, with, if, oh. if, you, if you think what's best for black people is somehow to, to build up their own business credentials in, in yes, buying power, absolutely. which I agree with you is, it right? It is. It's the only way. To, it's the sure, only way. Sure, but to. what I'm saying is the only way to achieve that in a meaningful way is for other people outside of the black community to respect black business. Yes, but that it has impo- to start It has to start somewhere. It can't be just like, oh, respect. 
Like you have, there has to be. Do you think black businesses don't exist or something? No, no, they do, but they they're not supported. They don't exist like they do, like a McDonald's or like a Nike or so forth, like that. They have to start somewhere, and some people have to support them. And yes, do I have to sacrifice some aspect of the of of, of customer service or some aspect of quality to support this because the bigger picture is better? Yes, it, yes, you do have to do that. It's the same thing. So that, why don't you stop eating that, McDonald's? I don't eat fucking McDonald's. This shit's shitty. It's fine, but I'm saying like plenty of people do, right? Like, and like people who eat McDonald's aren't going to McDonald's thing and I'm out here supporting white capitalism and I just I love franchising American no. and I love everything like about what McDonald's represents. Sac- just eat a fucking burger because it's two fucking in the morning. That's a dollar. But if you're a minority, those are the sacrifices you need to make in order to get ahead. And yes, it sucks. Yes, it's not the best option. Yes, it's not the best. It's not the best business, but. Continuing to feed your money and the other things that aren't supporting you, and it's not, it's not, that's not even that's so. You don't spend your money on anything that doesn't directly, yes, I do. I have Nikes, I have Nikes, I have Adidas in here, but I'm saying that, like, this if if we want to build wealth and, and earn respect, it starts with building our own businesses, it starts with people taking sacrificing in order to support businesses so they can grow and reach the level where they can. They can have the business plan, but that in and of itself is an anti-capitalist belief. Who says capitalism fucking bullshit? This is a fucking problem. You literally, oh my god, you started this off by saying that like the reason we need to do this is because of capitalism. Because we live in a capitalist market, but right. So if we live in a capitalist market, in what fucking world do you think this would actually happen? You're sitting here talking how unrealistic it is that white people might one day respect black people as fellow humans. And you're talking about how black people as a community of consumers in a capitalist society need to forego their own decisions and and desires and for betterment of other people. How many other cultures in the United States have done this? Jews have done it. Irish have done it. Italians have done it. Jews have not done this. Italians have not done this. Irish have not done this. Are you crazy? You think Jews only buy Jewish owned? They supported their own community. There's Jewish community that they only support. They only go to the, the store down the street owned by their cousin and then they go to their the hardware store yes it are just multiple examples in, in, in our culture of communities that have supported so you themselves. think predominantly like over 50% of Jews exclusively buy only Jewish products I, actually Jews are a bad example because that's a religion so you get into the whole culture I, thing I, I think I okay, think so I think I think there is there are communities in in, in there are uh, there's no social, Jews eating McDonald's I think the Jews no, the Jews let me finish my statement. I think there is communities that have historically and to a sacrifice supported their own communities. Jewish people, uh, Indian people, uh, and I've witnessed this because in my line of business, I, I, I see how they do it. I see that they're like, yeah, well, if they don't give us, if, 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 if we work with this guy, if he doesn't take care of this business, this is this business, business, we're all out. And they know that. That's that's how it's that's yeah, how but they're cutting those deal like that's a Jewish guy that's cutting a, a deal with an Italian guy to make sure other Jews get taken care of. That's different than only supporting Jewish owned businesses. I'm not saying own that only support. I'm just saying supporting the so taking control of your. Have you ever you haven't even lived in the black community to be able to be like the witness how what goes on in the black community and see how how money fluctuate. What do you I've lived in the black community as we speak. So I'm how, can black. You, how, how can you not see how? how you guys say I don't live in the black community as I walk around as a black okay. person on a daily basis. So how, what community do I live so, in? So how how do you how do you not see that there is not there, there's no the, the lack of unity to support a lot of black businesses? And, like 
the money. Look at I the don't, black I don't, dollar. I'm have not you not seen that. The, I understand that that's a thing. The, okay, it is. A, so important. It's an essential thing that how much black people spend in, in the United States and how much how lack of wealth there is in the black community. Right, and what I think that is attributable to is this generational gap we keep talking about, which people continuously try to minimize as though, like, black people have had generations and generations to, like, build their businesses. We're talking, like, roughly a 60-year snapshot, right? That black people have been, like, allowed by this nation to own their own things. Yeah, around there. So if we're in, talking in the Jim Crow and shit like that's that. That's what I'm saying. You're talking like, like yeah. early 70s and forward. Exactly, yeah. So you're looking at about 50 yeah. years, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you're talking about, like, in that 50-year span where we were starting five generations ago, I think black people have made exponential gains forward and Absolutely. do need to continue to support black business to do that. I don't discredit that. What mm-hmm. I'm saying to you is, like, I think we're at, we're nearing a point, if we're not already there, that, that like... I am all for supporting black business. I am not for supporting black business simply because it's black business. I will support good products no matter who makes them. Mm -hmm. Now, as far as the sacrifice you're talking about, what that comes down to is if there are two similar products and one is made by a black person and one is made by a non-black person, I should support the black person. And what I'm saying to you is we just had that exact same conversation in reverse about how shitty that would feel when I don't get that house because that white guy sold it to the other white guy. And the idea that I would openly support doing the exact same thing to another group of people mm-hmm. as somebody who's mixed, I'm not with. Yeah, but here's what I'm Now, if the products are side by side and one is more convenient or one is cheaper and one is more accessible mm-hmm. and one is better made, there are lots of reasons to support black businesses. There are lots of great black products out there that I'm fucking with and will always continue to fuck with. Mm-hmm. I'll buy Murray's till the day I fucking die. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, I just I just don't see that like if that if, if it's only about yeah, whatever the best whatever the best product then I'm always just um if it's gonna save me if it's if it's gonna save me let's say uh. Five dollars, then I'm going with this product. That can't be the out- as 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 a minority. That cannot be the outlook that that gets us ahead because we're already behind. So there's no way we can. There's no way you can build if you're behind already as a culture, as a race. Then it's then it's gonna be just limited times that you can have the equity. Yeah, financially, the equity to build a good product as Nike. But should your people not support? Should your people not support? How do you get ahead? Because you're never gonna, you're never gonna be able. Your to, people should co- like team up with you and use like to network and connect and build a brand. Nike's a. You're not gonna be able to build a car. You're not gonna be able to be able to build a car. It's if you started, let's say, is it's a black car company, all black owned. How do you gonna build a Ford? How do you gonna build a car as good as Ford? Pair up with Tesla. <laughs> Let's, then you then that's not a black that's not a black owned business. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a mixed race business. You, you're or and there's no way Tesla's gonna make that deal because they're gonna be like, hey, who are you? You're like you work for me, then we'll distribute your car or whatever. But it's like these there are sacri- there, there has to be if there had sacrifices. I, I guess have what I'm saying is made. why do we need a black Ford? Because we need we we if we're gonna earn respect. And this is what I'm saying. 
to earn respect in the community, we need we how how do we not how do we not? I'm sorry, do I don't need, I don't need a new card manufacturer in general. That was just a that was just an example. But that's my point. But You're I talking need, about all the these industries I, like I need a new fast food restaurant. We need we need or a new or a new car manufacturer. Look at the industries that are being built. Look at the digital. Like look at the Snapchats and the Facebooks and and, and the Instagram. These these are the new the new markets that are opening up and they're not owned by black people. Sure. We need to we this is the shit that we need. Okay, and I'm all for that. I, I, again, Bevel's a great example. Bevel's an almost exclusively digital company that works in the on-demand space and provides a service that is the hottest. Like, that model, that subscription model, especially mm-hmm. for, like, in-home goods such as beauty and, like, shaving products, things of that mm-hmm. nature, is money right and, now. And I agree. And Bevel crushes, and everybody supports Bevel. Yeah. But, in, in but what I'm saying is, like, I don't, I don't need to support, like, fucking, you know, another, like, a new fried chicken chain. Yeah. I'm good. I can yeah. go to Kennedy's. I can go to KFC. I can go to Popeye's. Like, there's a billion other places to go. Like, what the fuck is that? Like, why would I bother, like, checking that out? Because that's the second. Are we talking? Because that's that's what people, that's what minorities need in order to earn respect. Is it's a happy. Is their own is, shittier versions of things that we, like, try to work ha- up from the, the bottom? They have the fact that, like, look, like, these people are going to support certain businesses and this in the dollar has power and the community has power that's how you move them sure but i guess what i'm saying is all all you're doing at that point is is teaching like a a a new generation of black people to be the same shitty capitalist that we all no no businesses no business you don't think you think kfc and popeyes were were dope businesses in the beginning there were shitholes i don't know i wasn't there when they started but yeah well you even you listen as long as i've been around yeah they've been shitty franchises yeah exactly even if you if you look at the history of how kfc started like he was going to businesses after businesses and walking in with 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 his chicken and like showing them and then and he built from there it started out as shitty business and it grew into something this is yeah what, but there wasn't a thing already invest- established that's that's how you invest in business no you invent new shit Yes. And so it's, I'm it's, all for supporting new shit. What, why is that like a, a lunatic concept? We don't need more of the same things. Well, you, I, I, if you build something that's new and I, I, you know, different, then you have my full solicitor support. Yes, but everything starts like a raw, like a, a, even if it's like a new art, if it's a new musical artist, you can be like, yo, this isn't as good as Drake, but this guy has raw talent and it's going to grow into something. But no one supports him. Yeah, because music that. is different. Individ- okay. But yes, but what I'm saying is certain things need time to grow. And if no one's going to support this from your community, then it's not going to... And we may... This may be where we disagree is that, like, yes, it, sometimes the business is not as good right out the gate. No business is good right out the gate. But... You have to support. No one else is. And I'm not saying that business. like all black businesses are inferior to white businesses. That's not my like take on that at all. What I'm saying is like if you're building something like a new fried chicken spot, yeah. you know what I mean? There's enough fried chicken places. There's enough barber shops. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm all actually that's probably not true. I'm obviously yeah. another barber, but like. I, I don't need a new car manufacturer. If, I don't care who owns it. If somebody told me there's a new line of cars that came up, like, I, I'll never buy a fucking Scion. But there, you know what I mean? Because like, it's just a, another version of a Toyota. Like, I don't give a shit. There's also different levels to this. If, if you look at, like, okay, well, like, let's look at how everything's going as far as, like, capitalist market and in the world that we live in. Like, yeah, let's say uh, 
a new car manufacturer comes out and you're just like, okay, and it's black owned, and you're like, no, I was like, no, it's whack. Like I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to rock with this car. The business, I don't like the. It's not as fast as the BMW. It doesn't get as good as gas mileage or whatever. But you know, look at the compound effect that these corporations are having on society. Like we're not just talking about like what you can get at what price. I mean, you can get you can get a dope sh- shirt from H and M for like fifteen bucks. But what's the compound effect of getting a shirt from H and M for fifteen bucks? That in Thailand, these kids are working thirty hours making. Yeah, but shit. if you felt that way, you wouldn't own Nikes. This is my point. Nobody's doing. But it has to start somewhere. This is what I'm saying. It is a sacrifice. So and why do you? So why do you buy Nikes, not exclusively handmade shoes from some dude in your neighborhood? Where am I going to get them? Because there's no opportunity. If someone was like, "Yo, there would be those opportunities if you went and looked for them." I guarantee I, you, there's somebody it, making it, making shoes in this neighborhood of Providence. I would, I would, and I would rock those shoes. And over would, over all other shoes you own, you wouldn't wear any other I'm shoes. Throw out my shoes, right? You now. wouldn't ever. You'd stop buying other shoes. So if I can, if I can find you a locally owned black business that makes shoes, you ain't buying any other shoes. If, if look okay. at me with a straight face and tell me. Let that. me. Okay, I had to answer this. If, if there was a locally, if it was a locally placed sh- play that made shoes, and they were, if they were dope. Even if I had to pay more, I would wear those shoes. What if they were kind of dope and this worse is, quality and cost you, more? How can you? Because that's the argument you're making. Well, no, that I'm not. I, if, well, all business gonna start somewhere. No, you gotta you gotta support your local black business. So even, even if they're pretty whack, yeah, they cost twice as much as Nikes, and they're probably gonna fall apart. I'm, buy, I'm buying a pair. I may not always wear them, but I'm buying a pair. <laughs> I guess this, that's sure. I'm with that. That's my point. I'll buy a pair. Those yeah. won't be the shoes I wear all the time. Exactly. I might not ever wear them, but I'll, like that's, that's all it takes. And that and, and that's a compound effect of power. But yeah, I guess like it, in my in, but the next pair he releases is gonna be better. Now he has. I don't like, think so because the, here here's why. Because if you bu- if, if you buy and say nah, that's dope. I'm here to support. These are ill. Then if enough people buy those, that's gonna be the ill shit. So he's just gonna make that shit. And now I'm going to be supporting products I didn't want to exist in the first place. No. You're, if I'm showing my financial support to a business, that's me endorsing that I like the product. If yeah. I think the product shit, but I'm endorsing it simply because I believe in the message behind no, it. It's not. It's not. We're, we're, we're on different spectrums right now. Like, I'm not saying that the uh, the product is completely shit. I'm saying that like, look, like, oh, there is something good in here, and these, and there's something special about these, and I make. Pay okay, a little so, bit more. so where, I guess, because we should wrap this up soon. Yeah. Where is the line? Because I feel like th- this is what we're arguing over. Where is the line where the product has to, like, the p- product market fit, as capitalists like to say. Where is the product market fit where you're you're willing to forego some level of comfort or desire or price point or whatever in favor of choosing a black-owned business? I'm willing to sacrifice paying a little bit more in customer service for a good product that like I will find useful, and yes, like I can. Say customer service. I'm willing to sacrifice on customer service, because this is okay. This okay because this. No, I'm 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 just curious. And, and because things. look at there are other things I'd sacrifice on. Those are two I would not. Okay, because look at the because this is the compound effect that like America is in right now is to where like we we're so spoiled that like we need and this is why these bigger businesses can cut out other businesses. Based on price point and based on like, uh, this is why you have uh, the Comcast on and everything because it's like, what are you gonna do? Where else you gonna go? The and, and, yeah, exactly. And so it's like, 
No, we're just going to go to you because you're most convenient and you squeeze out all these other people and then they can continue to lower the price. Cause I, listen, I, I, can, I agree with you entirely so about the compound effect. Yeah. And I, I understand that there at some point you have to try and reverse that tide. Mm-hmm. I just think re- reversing that tide is, is going to happen quicker by us challenging the people who are already at the top rather than us trying to recreate it from the bottom up and then hopefully one day get there with something else to challenge them. They're, 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 my theory is that their grips on everything is so... They don't give a fuck. It's like they have... They're so So do you detangled. think they're going to give a fuck about your locally small-owned black business? They're going to give a fuck? What's going to happen is that business is going to get to be a $10 million business and Comcast is going to pay $100 million for it and buy it out and it's never going to exist again. And we're going to call that a win because that guy's $100 million in spot. Maybe, but I and think... he's going to go I, Republican I, next election. I, I've always been like... Because that's who cut him a check. I, I feel like, look, like you vote with your dollar. Every dollar you spend, like... And there's opportunities for... And it's the same... I mean, and we said, we broke this down to the black and white thing or like a, a minority and uh, thing. But it's like... But look at even... Even like... Look at like my neighborhood. Like there is no... No Starbucks in this neighborhood. There is only locally owned coffee shops, restaurants and shit like that. Because people made a decision that they weren't fucking with that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that once you give the all these businesses can like so like you spend all your money on these businesses, then you reduce the options of locally owned that, business coming in. But that's not what I'm saying is like the reason Starbucks doesn't exist in a neighborhood like this, or for example, in Northampton, Massachusetts, where they don't allow change. There's one exception I believe is the Dunks and the CVS there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way that happens is when those franchises or corporation come trying to open a franchise there, mm-hmm. they take it to the local government of that neighborhood, community, city, state, and say, is it cool if we come do business here? What agreement can we come to? Mm-hmm. The way to prevent that is by having people in positions on those boards to say no, yeah. not by having competitors in the market. I, I, because if they come here and the board says yes, and the board is full of like those guys' cousins and like his sister's stepmom or whatever, mm-hmm. right? When once CVR shows up, it's a wrap for your convenience store. Yeah, I don't care who it is on. And, 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 <laughs> you know I mean? and I agree, but I think that's also. I mean, this so is, what I'm saying is, we need we need to achieve like we need to get in positions by demanding respect where we can say no from that position to preserve those businesses. Yeah, yeah that yeah. is more important to me than me going out and buying those products because I know no matter how much money I give those companies, no matter how much I support those products. If I'm not there to stop the challenges when they come, the big court. This is this is a fair and, point, and this is where maybe this got diluted. Mm-hmm. It's like I think this was set up in the context of this race conversation between black, mm-hmm. like black-owned businesses and, and large corporations. When in reality, it's really corporations and small businesses. Yeah. Like I I agree with you from the, from this as a small versus big business concept. I disagree with it being a white versus black business concept. Yeah. I, and, and I, I, un- I unfortunately most large companies are white and, uh, and hopefully more and more small businesses will be minority owned as we continue to grow more of them but I think like that's my issue with the, with the framework of that argument okay and in that and I can agree with that but what what I'm saying is that because we live in a, in a world that's so divided based on race which I, I think is a stupid concept but I think, and I think that we like black poor people have just as much in common with white poor people, and it is we're separated based on design. Um, I'm working class, I'm not it, poor. Exactly, <laughs> but um, and I agree with that. But I think that since we still see through this color 
filter, we still look at the world through this color filter, that the only way that like an infant businesses in, 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 in a community can, be, can start to build a compound effect of being able to exist just with, they should be able to exist within themselves. And even if you have to pay a little bit more in, in, in your community and there's a compound effect to where like, oh yeah, you have to pay a little bit more, but if you don't have $20 next week, then just give me the week after that. It's, it, that's how no, like you, you, you create an ecosystem within your community Those that are my you favorite can support, kind of businesses. It, and it that's should true. be that because you're not going to get that from CVS, you're not going to get that from Walmart. You may get cheap prices. Yeah, no, I, I, and this is my point. Yes, I, that the the oh. divide between corporations and real businesses mm. is, is something I'm firm, I'm with you. I'm I am in favor of taking the hit to support the small business yeah. anytime. I am not in favor of taking the hit to support the small business because it is owned by a woman, a black person, a Latino, like whatever the like. I and don't that's care. Where, and that's what, that's where we will disagree because I will all if 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 it's a if it's a business owned by like someone who I feel like the, who I, you I, personally identify with. That's what that comes down to. Well, it's not even that. Even even it, let's say it's if I know this is it's it's this is just a bakery owned by like a, a Asian woman that I know has struggled to get there and the food's still good. Because you personally identify with her. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. That, what that comes down to has nothing to do with like race or anything. It comes down to your personal attachment and investment to that business. That I want to support the little people. And, and if, right. if I and know so what's str- the difference between little people who are black and little people who are white? Besides one looks like Oompa Loompa. I, well, I, I, like I, 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 honestly, I honestly will, I mean, I just support small business in general. But I think like as, as, as a black person in America, there has to be there has to be there has to be more emphasis in supporting the black community because no one no one's gonna else is gonna look out for them and in in other in other races have already established ecosystem within their communities like like I, I guess, community in Indian community in Asian communities already have this like. And I'm sure it's spoken within within themselves that they, oh no we support we support their business and we support their business because they're they're Asian or uh, you know they're Korean they're Chinese they're 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 Mexican. So well, and, and to that point, I think this is something we talked about a few episodes ago, where like a lot of that comes down to like there's a tie to a culture. Like black people don't have that. Yeah. Like I can meet black people and like one of them is from Kenya, another is from Sierra Leone, and like th- like those cultures don't. They may have one common. I don't know a ton about either culture, but yeah. like what I'm saying is th- those are different nations, right? Yeah. So like there's you know Koreatown and Chinatown are very different. Mm. You know what I mean? And so like you can have, you can create those pockets where you have a a niche enough community mm-hmm. where like Jews can center themselves around a religion. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like uh, like Mexicans for example. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. It, like Mexicans versus Puerto Ricans versus Dominican, like sure, Latin people have a, like a collective identity, but Latin neighborhoods are almost always exclusive to one type of Latino. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or Latina, Latinx? Is that the new know. word? I don't know. I'm I'm trying to be less problematic. I promise. <laughs> uh, but that's my like that's one of the issues with the black community is like I, like we don't like the common denominator is that white people treat us like shit. Yeah. Like that's the common denominator of like the black community. In the community. But what I'm saying is like. We have that in common with a lot of other people. Yeah. Like, that, that is not, you know what I mean? I'm not saying it's not, like, the obviously the black experience is a unique one. You know what I mean? But, like, the, the hallmark identifier is something we share with fucking women. We share with gays. We share with Jews. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, like, I, I know, I'm saying it is different. You know what yeah. I mean? But I'm saying, like, 
and you, you said this yourself, like you obviously have like a very diverse friend group, right? Yeah. It's like that feeling of feeling excluded when I'm hanging around like my handful of Asian friends I have in their families and them talking about how like they they won't shop in certain neighborhoods because of black people or white people or Latin people or whatever mm-hmm. and why they only shop in their own stores. Mm-hmm. That fucking disgusts me. I hate that about the Jewish community. I hate how insulated that is. I've seen that firsthand and I don't like it. I don't want to contribute. I don't want the black community to be that. And I get, I agree with you that that is a path towards success. Mm-hmm. What I, I think is just a path towards success in the current construct of our society, and I don't think that's helping anyone, any of us move forward. Now, I, I and that is where, Long like, term. yes, and so like that, and I understand that point of view. And what I, in my own perspective, is that like, yes, that's true. That we should all be able to be like just support cool businesses and small business support them even more, just because it's small business, no matter where they're from. But we live. In a society that, and this is why I, I brought this up to my friend. And like, if you look at like, look at the NBA, the NFL, and these, mm-hmm. and, and, and the hip hop industry, where it's like eight, 70, high 70s, 80, 90% African American workforce. Yeah. No other race in the world will allow that to be completely 80% ownership of a different culture. And and, and I, I agree with you. What I'm saying is like I like I I fully support that movement. What I'm saying and I I, I do in practice I just think like that is happening. Yeah. I, I you see that all the like the 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 power structure of the NBA is a perfect example. Mm-hmm. Like the players have more power in the NBA than the owners do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now the finances well, aren't no, there yet. No, 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 I don't think so. No, they absolutely do. Uh, they have con- uh, they have power. They have control over the content. They have control over rosters at this point. They have control over advertisers. They have all the control. They have none of the money. Some yet. some of the players they have control of certain. Like a LeBron James has a little bit of control, but. LeBron, LeBron James runs the entire fucking NBA at this point. We're talking about a little bit of control. No, he... The guy can literally dictate his own roster and put it anywhere he wants and build a new franchise in New City if he wanted to. It, it, no, no, not really, because like, we're, he, 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 his career is only going to last for a certain amount of time. He has from 18 yeah, to what, 38. Okay, and, then he, and after that, he's, and, and then he declines. And after that, he's going to take his half a billion dollars that he's already earned. He's going to monopolize into a media uh, mogul and then also purchase a franchise. This is what I'm saying. We're he's growing made, towards that. Yeah, we're growing towards that. But uh, and I'm not own, saying I'm not supportive but, of that. I'm just saying, like, you can't pretend like that's not happening. It's happening, but yeah. But these are... LeBron James is LeBron James. That's a unique person. But, like, there should... But, you know, but you have, like, a, a Steve Jobs. Who's not... Steve Jobs not that unique. He's a he's a creative visionary. But, like, his skill set, he's had... I mean, he's just a regular guy as far as his skill set. Steve Jobs. Yes, Steve Jobs. Like, what do you mean his skill set? What's his expertise? Code? Software? He's a shitty... He's not that good of... He's not that good of a coder. Hardware design? No, he's not good at any of that. Product design? Product management? He's a visionary. 
Okay. And as in, if you ask anyone I, from Wozniak, I'm not a huge Jobs guy. So you do, yeah, I'll, he's I'll just, a, he's just a regular guy. All right. As far as everything that he's done was was, uh, and that's What's why I, and I'm, a, I'm a huge like I'm a Steve Jobs I, sticker. I, on I, here. I think visionar- visionaries set, visionary. end up making more money than skilled people. I, I, that's not news. Yeah. Okay. But like, as, as you can't just be a visionary in the in the black community. You have to be like extremely excel at certain level. Have a certain level of expertise in a particular industry in order to be you can't just be like a visionary and like I don't think most people can be visionary this is what I mean I don't I don't think you say that like it's easy to be a visionary like all people all like all white people with an idea can just walk out and get a billion dollars of funding and start Apple like the guy started it out of his garage with a shitty idea that nobody wanted to get on board with yeah but I'm just saying that he he was afforded certain opportunities and that that you won't be able like as how many black Steve Jobs are just a guy that's just like, oh yeah, well like, I have an idea of like make make a make a thing that's like you know three inches wide and seven inches tall, and I want to play a thousand songs. Yeah, like, but that's so oversimplifying it. Like that's not how that came to be. Like that was thirty years in the making, dude. Yeah, exactly. But the, I mean, what I'm just saying is that like these like LeBron James has to be six eight and run like a hyena in order to like create billions of dollars no but what I'm saying is like LeBron James is as much a visionary as Steve Jobs LeBron James also happens to like the product he is is himself exactly that's I mean but he had he but is LeBron James is 5'2 is there a LeBron James not sure if, if Steve Jobs doesn't know anything about computers is there a Steve Jobs what you like? I don't get what you're comparing here. That Steve Jobs was not that really good at computers, and he was able to create a billion dollars. But LeBron James had to be extremely gifted. In, in, in but, yeah, because he because he's in a discipline that requires physical gifts. Yeah, but I'm saying that if Steve Jobs, I just don't think that Steve I think Jobs if, was if, a black guy in, in in the United States, he would have been he he would have been afforded the same opportunities as white Steve Jobs. Do you think so? I, I think if if all other things were equal, he was born in the same place. He was born to the same family. He was born with the same interest and accessibility type of things. He grew. Sure, I think uh, he, yes. I, well, that's the debate. I mean, that's. But what I'm saying is, like, the, the debate is that if he was born black, would he have the, those opportunities? Those uh, are different things. Yeah. Sure, but what I'm saying is, like, that's why you can't compare Steve Jobs and LeBron James. It isn't because of their skin color. Yeah. Like what I'm saying is you like you can compare like like white cultures and black culture. What I'm saying like you can't ever compare like individuals like that because like if Steve Jobs was six eight and grew up poor in like Akron Ohio and trained at basketball all his life, for all I fucking know he could have been LeBron James. <laughs> I doubt it. I <laughs> but like I, you know what I mean. And yeah. for all I know, if LeBron James grew up out you know wherever fucking Steve Jobs came out and tinkered with machinery in his garage all the time while mom and dad were cooking dinner, maybe he would have started Apple. I don't fucking know. But what yeah. I'm saying is like like those aren't comparable. There aren't, yeah. Regardless, I mean, those are like. Uh, I'm trying to think of like a like a better point of comparison, like because uh, there is no there's no black fucking Steve Jobs. And there's no white LeBron James's. Because there doesn't Conor, need to be Conor McGregor. No. It's the closest thing to it. Sure, and that's a that, but I guess to your point, like at least yeah, there's the opportunity. That's fair. I guess what I'm saying is like, 
I I I agree with you. It is obviously like we're 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 well behind the eight ball there, but it's yeah. just like I don't. Am I? I I don't I I don't think separationism is ever like it's just not. I'm never gonna be on board that. I I get the need for that, and you're you're, you're probably right that that is that is at least a, a means to it is a means forward. Yeah. I think it is. From where I am standing and the things that I value and believe in, that's that is a waste of my time personally. Yeah, and, I, uh, and not I, like black business are a waste of my time. I think focusing focusing your energy on gaining capital material success in an effort to challenge white society is not worth my time. I would I would much rather find a a a and I, an and out, a, a, a route to power in. An influence that is outside capitalism, and I know and that's I, a much I, loftier goal. Yeah, and I, and and that's where we will always disagree. And this is what you I just got through telling me how much you hate capitalism. Why can you disagree? I, with that? I, I, I'm not a fan. Of, I I think that like so. What I'm saying it, is I'm trying to find a method outside of capitalism in the capitalist society. This I think that's like it's 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 yes, it's like ideal situation, but it's not practical one because we do we always. And so I, do you think you can change a capitalist society through capitalism? No, I think that if you want to gain, if you want to gain power and influence, yes. But I'm saying like, and for a community that's been marginalized, the way in a capitalist society based on competitiveness, then you have to leverage your leverage. So your, what's going to change when you get that power and influence? You can begin. You can build, begin to invest in in things that benefit you and your community in the place in the places that need. The need money, then you you can start to not rely on social, uh, on, on, on government to support school districts. You can be, build. What are you talking about? That's how school districts are supported regardless how much money you have. Yeah. Okay. But you can just allocate the money differently. Yeah. Right? But what, what I'm, I'm saying, saying is, is like so you how, many cap- how many capitalists make a bunch of money, get into government, and work for the betterment of people, of any race. But this is what I'm saying. This is uh, this is how you start to change that. You get good people. Is by investing in the same system and hoping that they'll still be good at the end of it. Good people have been ruined by the, capitalism forever. That's not the same system. It's because it's different people. If you if look if you if you have a community if you have a, a community of people that it, that start to support other businesses within that community that their their goals align with your goals. Then you guys are all on the same page. Right, if, if that's I just the, tribal capitalism. It, it, but it's it's a for a marginalized society that hasn't been benefited by the current. State okay, of so say let's expand this out five generations. Let's say like we do all that, and black people are no longer marginalized. Black people have power and influence and equal to, if not exceeding, white culture. Well, okay, so here's the example. Right now, uh, what I'm saying is, do you, do you think? Those people once in power, multiple generations out, are somehow still gonna like do the right thing. Do you really yeah, believe I that? Do. Here's an example. Why? So, so, because they're black. No, like, I don't get that. What I'm saying, like, capitalism has ruined people of all races, genders, creeds, and everything else forever. Like, that's not new. Look at Egypt. I don't think this is. I don't think it's gonna be a perfect world, but it's not. It's 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 gonna be a world where like at least you. At least people like us aren't marginalized anymore. That's what I'm saying. That's that's the underlying foundation of that argument. That's what I disagree with. But but you're waiting to, and this we can probably go on for on and on. We're going yeah. to over two hours right now. We're going but, way off the original topic. Yeah, right? exactly. We'll but, cover Charlottesville it, another time. 
But I think I think if you say like my ideal is is crazy in order to bring it improve lifestyles and education and so forth for a community that hasn't received have received a short end of the stick. I feel like I I just feel like that's the only way that you can leverage things is to use that. And, and I guess that's my disagreement. It's like that is not the only way. We've gone through many other ways since we've been having this conversation. And my point, I, and my I disagree point being, with those ways. Right, but like the the undeniable truth of that methodology is that it's predicated on one group of people specifically helping other people like themselves in an effort to lift them up. And while I find that noble and I think that is important, and I think that's important to do. I don't think that is sustainable, and I don't think that helps us grow a better society. Get, I think that just change, makes power change hands. I get people's desire to do that, for sure. But I, I guess what I'm saying is, like, I think, you, like, if that philosophy were to be played out perfectly, right, uh, utopianly, if you will, right, mm -hmm. the utopia that you're now creating is just one in which, like, blacks would more likely than not just be marginalizing other people. I, I think that you reached a, or whatever society did that best. And, I and, say. and, and I'm not saying that it's like that it's exclusively like we only do like we only buy black owned products that's, that's and businesses. Literally, what you've been saying. But no, I'm saying that, that you support it. it. Shouldn't it shouldn't be like we just buy something based on convenience and based on price? I think there is there is other uh, aspect that you need to think about before you buy your product. And this is not just black and white. This is just like. In, in sure, that's what I mean about the big versus small thing. I, I, I agree it, with that whole philosophy. Exactly. The part I'm disagreeing with, and this is the part I'm, I'm having trouble like wrapping my head around, mm -hmm. is like the idea that part of that, like a primary portion of that decision making should be the race of the business owner. I feel like it should. I feel like because the, the, only, the reason why is because we still, we still live in the world, obviously that it's... That people are discriminated based on race, mm -hmm. and how do you build up? If you're going to be discriminated based on the race in the proportions of society, in a portion of society, and whether it's it's based on like someone who's just flat out racist, or based on, on the fact that someone just feels a little bit more comfortable around people that they they can relate to because they have certain cultural uh, likely they have social uh, culturally things that are exact are similar to them then you have to do like then we should do the same thing and I'm not saying that like in but a we, negative but way but we shouldn't like we started this podcast by saying the whole issue is there's these people who don't ever experience anything outside of their normal yeah, and what you're preaching is that people insulate themselves into what they're what they're. But you're pre ones. you're preaching is like oh just let's wait until everyone accepts everyone. No, I'm saying let's go out and force everybody to accept. That everyone. is that is crazy. You can't force people to accept you. Either they they rock with you and they understand you and they can support you, or they don't. Are sure, you wait, I mean, you wait for their kids, true. or you wait for their kids to support you. Or you I wait for those kids, their kids, kids to support you. And it's like no, I, like, no, I'm not waiting for anyone to support me. I'm you can't for demand people. To people to, you. you can't demand people to respect you. It's, it's a, you can you can have dialogue and you can maybe like push sure, the needle. That is but that is. A group of people that are spending money out there that already know your struggle and can support you, and that's what you need to leverage. No, there isn't. 
Like, my point is, like, your argument holds up only on an individual basis. You're right. Like, people cannot fuck with me based on me. But if you don't fuck with me based on the fact because I'm black or because I'm male or because I'm queer or whatever, like, that's discriminatory and wrong. And, like, I'm not fucking with that. I'm I'm not saying... What you're saying is we should just, like, accept that that those people out there who will never fuck with you based on those things and do the same thing. No, no. You just said that. You're looking at it... What I said was that 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 there will be people who never want to support you and will never respect you based on who you are, and that black people should do the same thing. No, I no. What I'm saying is that run back the tape. That's literally what okay, you just well, said. Maybe Chris. I misquote. Maybe I, I said something that was different than what I felt. What I'm saying is that we live in a world that you will get discriminated based on your your race, your culture, your sex, or whatever. And I'm saying that historically, like. Black people have never ha- haven't leveraged their skills in order to to build their own businesses and the sk- skills that we, in industries that we have dominated is athletics, entertainments, and so forth. And we haven't. There's we haven't, a lot of reasons behind that. Yeah, yeah. but regardless, and 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 also we even in our own communities, which are predominantly black communities, we don't business in there mm-hmm. and what the only thing I'm saying is that like if it's a black community that we should own the same thing if it's a black community that we should be the police in those black communities that you not all the police mm-hmm. and you should you shouldn't just get that job because you're the, you, you're a, a black or african-american and someone's just as qualified but there should be people in that community that are policing them that understand them and it just and and that's how you be, you and it shouldn't be like oh you should respect us and we should go out and march and earn your respect because that's people how many people you earn respect by going out there in your community and doing something and showing your worth and and, and Yes, like yeah, I, I feel think like you also earn respect by bridging gaps and ch- like challenging people and going outside of your own community. Yeah, and I'm not saying isolating ourselves to like but, just. But what, I don't get how you can make the argument that like everything like you you should focus exclusively within your own community and then say you're not arguing for separation. No, anymore. I'm not. I'm not. I'm saying that that. I'm saying that we should ha- that if let's say you're saying I shouldn't spend money outside of my own community. No, I'm not. I'm not saying you should only. If, if there's it. anything like that in my community, that's also owned by somebody who looks like. But how, me, regardless it, of how good the service is or what the price is. I am saying there. How else do you build wealth in your community amongst Black people unless you're supporting Black community, the Black businesses? I think there are lots of other ways to support Black businesses in the Black community. And 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 where have you how how do you do this? Where is it? Where's it? And, how, and, and, I'm, and I'm just taking examples from other cultures who support their other. Sure. What I'm the, saying is, is that other, the only thing that What I'm saying is, is those other cultures have built the society we currently live in that we all object to. Why would you want to replicate that? Because, and we object to. Because, look look at the power structure. Because you, you're you're taking a, 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 a culture that's been um, marginalized and then you're shifting it to be able to take control of your own. Destiny, and that's the only thing I'm not. I'm not as right, but what I'm saying is I am not interested in my own destiny. I am interested in the destiny of the greater human population, specifically in my own case, the American population. Like I'm not interested in like the the empowerment of me and people who look and sound and act like me and just those people. 
And if, if that's your argument, then I think you are on the wrong side every time. I don't care if you also happen to include me on the side of people you're trying to uplift. And I get that other communities have done that and done that well and have built power and wealth on, as, a, you know, as, as a result of that. Yeah. But I don't think that is a, a proper methodology for sustainability and a better world moving forward. In, 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 that's just, you're just rotating chairs around the table at that point. Okay. And, and, I and then can, another community will come along and wipe you out. And I agree with what you're saying to a certain extent, to the fact that, like, yes, it can't be just like, oh, well, this community does only looks out for them, and this community only looks out for them. But what I'm saying is that as, as in the black community, there is a lack of black supporting blacks. And if you don't support them, then, and, and, and there's just, like, uh, there's not a unity amongst your amongst other black people then you, there is no i mean there is no power this is that's the that if you how can you say like how can you that's what i'm saying that is like the black lives like the black lives matter like you're going out there and gathering black people together for a cause to say that our lives matter regardless how much buying power we have or what, what we what, own but yes but in the capitalist society you can be like, okay, well, yeah, so what it, isn't that what isn't that what the uh, so the what whole, that message isn't is that doing what, is challenging the capitalist society exactly rather it, than participating in it and trying to further like what, what, move move the needle in a capitalist society. What, You're talking about how much you hate the capitalist society and how it disenfranchises people, and then the people who are challenging that and saying we should respect people regardless what their net worth is are wrong, and what we should do instead is try and build our net worth. We're talking that's counterproductive. We're talking no, it's not. We're talking about what's right and what's wrong and what makes people respect you. That's the same reason why they stopped riding the bus in the civil rights movement. They because they knew that March and all this shit wasn't making a dent and so we hit their pockets and say no we're not gonna we're gonna stop riding the bus and it was minorities that were riding the bus then things started to change once you hit people in their dollar in a capitalist society that's when things start to change it can't just be like oh well like we're gonna march and everything no, i think need- things can change with like this is what i mean i don't think you need to boycott white-owned businesses to cause I'm, not, I'm just saying you now i'm not saying boycott white-owned business i'm just saying that like in any business that isn't supporting your people or or isn't right but who your is your people your what am, well, that's what i'm saying but it, when, when you say isn't supporting your people, which people? It, Men? People in their 20s? People from Boston? But, people from the Northeast? Americans? Okay, black but, people? Gay people? Straight people? Well, which just, people? Let's just say, just say minority. You're not supporting minorities, then it should be like blacks and Mexicans getting together and say, hey, they're not supporting minorities. We're not rocking with this whole business. Sure. What I'm saying is if the, if that's the stance of the business, like... Uh, but what you're saying is not, it's, it doesn't get anything done. And everyone's been trying to do this. This is... Really, ex- exposing uh, exposing people to new viewpoints and other types of people where civil and respectful conversation has never changed anyone's mind about how other people feel about them? If we, if that's quite literally the only thing that changes people's mind by... Almost every everyone's own notions of this. The whole reason that we're able to pass gay marriage as, as a legal act in twenty you know tens is because in nineteen seventies people started outing themselves and people realized that everybody had somebody in their family or their network who was gay, right? The understanding that those people exist regardless of their worth, regardless of their material influence, mm-hmm. is then therefore influential in the culture and shifted the body politic. You can't tell me that does not happen. It, it okay. It does happen. This happened with interracial marriage as well. All right, but what I'm saying is that like, look at so what's the, how, how do you solve that in the black community? What do you mean? 
How do, how do you expose more white people to black people and understanding that we're not all scary and terrifying? You go but out there which, and you intermingle with white people and you and you have this is what I mean. How do, you, how do you okay? But how do you build? How do you as far as because we are in capitalism market? Yeah. How do you build wealth in there? And this maybe we're talking about. But socialism. what I'm trying to explain to you is I have no interest in building wealth as a means to like make society a, better. We live in a okay, but we live in a capitalist market until we become a freaking a socialist market, and this is what we have to maneuver through. And this and that's and that's how you. If my kids can't eat, understanding. Sure, but they, like you say that. And maybe we just arguing two different points because we have two, two different viewpoints on what. If you're is if you're sure, if you're struggling to put food on the table, you're still going to Walmart regardless who owns it. But what I'm saying is, but that's the problem. There needs to be something else. Sure, so you're saying that black people should build a Walmart. What I'm saying to you is I have no interest in a black owned Walmart. I have an interest in getting Walmart the fuck out of here. And, and, and I have an interest in building a black owned Walmart that, that supports the black community and it doesn't... doesn't it, so how, how, gonna, how, how will black Walmart be, be any it's different It's not going to be... Because it's not going to be Walmart. How do you know that? It shouldn't be Walmart. You're literally talking... Sure, it shouldn't be. Walmart was never supposed to be Walmart. Walmart was Sam's fucking you know, wall store down in fucking Alabama where you went to go get your fucking groceries on Sundays after and, church. And now Walmart's Walmart. With, that's what I'm saying to you. What's going to be the difference? How do you know that's going to be different? If, Explain that to me. If you Okay, so if you're building... Okay, how can... Walmart is not... Look, look at how Walmart makes their money. They make their money by cutting out... Sure, that's Walmart now. I'm saying when Walmart started, tell me how the black-owned business that's going to become Walmart will somehow... Intrinsically be different when you involve shareholders, when you involve investors, when you involve all the mechanisms of capitalism. Why would it be any different when it gets because there? Because of the people who are. Okay, look at how Walmart's run. It, Walmart is run and, and keeps their money, it, keep, it keeps making money by paying their. Yes, paying their we're all base. familiar with why Walmart sucks. I'm exactly. telling I'm asking oh, why would well, that you be different? you have to follow me down this line because, okay, so if, if I'm from the black community and, and I was supported by the black community, by, let's say, name it, say the black community. Just says so, say if I'm a minority or like a lower class, started off as a lower ca- class business. Yeah, would no, I, those I, are different things though. Minority and lower class. So am I gonna am I gonna make a if I'm gonna make a business from that community and and grow it into the Waltons were lower class when they started their business. What, this is my question to you. Do you think like all, do you think the Waltons take care of lower class what, people? Okay, so you, what you're saying you're arguing against your point. You're you're talking you're saying that you build. I'm saying that you you build businesses that are friendly to the community and to the people by by supporting these local businesses and allowing them to grow and support and not supporting bullshit business. It, that, it, this, and what I'm saying is there's no intrinsic good or bad based on the race of the yeah, business owner. I, what I'm saying is it starts at the beginning. So like if you if you build. If you build a business based in the community that is built by the community and it's the blood of the community that is continues to be supported by the community, then that if you if you go against it, if you build that, that so if you, you hold on, let me finish. If you build that Walmart that begins to suck the soul out of the community based on paying them minimum wage and then they have to get back on on 
uh, community or social aid in order to sustain, then the community, if it's built from the community, then they shouldn't support that. If it, this is what I'm saying, if now if you if, live, if that was true, that would have happened to every conglomerate you're talking. This about. is what I'm saying that it's we're making so, we so, make so well, you're arguing that you you buy whatever's best, you buy whatever's convenient, and I'm arguing against that that Walmart does not exist if you're making your purchase decision. And what I'm telling beyond. you is it does, and Walmart is the case study. Walmart started out as a, a small as, as it shouldn't be that. Right, and what I'm asking you is, so if you if you start out as a small business owned in the community, you grow, you have three or four stores, you're still, you know, you know the, the community is still fucking with you, but you're growing. Now you're expanding, you're in a couple different states, you got a bunch of stores all over. Now you're, you're a publicly owned company. The community doesn't matter to you anymore. No, it won't. It should. What I'm right, saying, and I'm asking you, should. how do you fucking know whoever owns that company is somehow I'm intrinsically going to be so good at heart I'm that not, they're somehow going to do the right thing for the I'm community? Not, I'm not basing it on by the owners. I'm basing it about the consumer base. The same argument that... Yes, but the consumer base changes when you achieve some level of success because you have to expand beyond the community. But what I'm because there is no more money based in a finite place. Okay, but... You can't build a business with a, a finite market. The intentional of... The intentionality of capitalism is a freedom of market, which means with the community that once supported you will no longer be the community that is the the sole consumer base of your products and goods and services as you grow and expand. That is the function of capitalism. Even, even, so when you grow outside of that community and you no longer need that community to, to survive, you start to serve the needs of the people who are cashing your checks, which will be people from all walks of life. Okay, but even and what ends up being the case in a capitalist society is that you drive down the cost of doing business in favor of returning profits, right? Yeah. So how will that ever, regardless who owns it, regardless what community supports it, mm-hmm. regardless how much money is put into it by which people, mm-hmm. wh- when will that not be the case? Okay, so we're we're talking about a couple different issues. A, I'm just talking about. I started this conversation by saying that black people should own shit in their community. No, you started this conversation by saying that standing up and asking people to respect you as a human being is the wrong idea. Well, that's, I'm saying that's where this. I'm saying that just asking people to respect you is 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 not the best. Is not the the fastest way to earning respect. You should earn respect by build, in a capitalist market. Fuck marching for your respect. Go build businesses and work with your people, own your community, and that respect will come along. Or if it doesn't, then you still have a community that supports you and you don't have to rely on them pouring the, the, the little bit of crumbs in this community to build your education and build your wealth. You can build it with amongst your people. You can at least build education and, and, and knowledge. What I'm saying is by, by taking that stance, you're admitting that your, your worth as a human being is tied to your worth Financially or monetarily, and I think that is no. I'm just saying, you, I'm, you, like that's not a precedent I, I support in any no. Community, I'm especially I'm, I'm, use, I'm using an example because we live in a capitalist market that like yes, you should control your dollar and you should be able to control your dollar within the community if your community is being held back. That is the only thing. That's the only state. That's the only point I wanted to make. Is that like if you're if you have a section of society that's being held back regardless of their race, creed, or culture, then fuck the system. Go build your own ecosystem where you can educate yourself, you can build the knowledge, and you can still go outside this community and be, like, I don't understand how that is not a fucking, like, if, 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 if I'm, if you look in any community, if, if a community in, in the majorities and 
in, of that society is is holding you back, then why why I'm like yeah, like I don't interact with them because of the society that I live with. And but be, be damn sure I'm like I'm I'm gonna build my own path. I'm gonna be in control of my destiny. I agree with you. I guess what I'm saying is like I don't think you can rebirth capitalism within a capitalist society. And that's what would need to happen for that to work. We're not rebirthing capitalists. You're just like using the people within your community that has been discriminated like you in order to, to build create it, its own market within a to be control of your destiny. Network. It's not just about capitalism. Capitalism is just an example. I'm talking about education. I'm talking fuck capitalism. Grow your own fucking farm. Grow your own like you know. Uh, Sure, city, and, like, again, I, like what I'm saying is like outside. Like, just look for a path outside of like, oh well, like respect us. You gotta respect us because like you waiting for people to respect you is like a, nobody's you. waiting for it, dog. Like that shit is either happening today. That that's it. It's like like I don't know why this is like a crazy concept. Like the, like the fact that people need to march in the streets to be respected should not be something we're shaming people for or talking about being like a a, a, a waste of time I'm like the, people need to respect each other period and I agree with that you're talking to me who respects every everyone I got love for everyone what I'm saying is like yes people need to respect you and yes maybe march but before you fucking march, create a plan, create a business, and be in control. Of yes, your and what and you're saying is, before you march, you need to have some value that you can bring to the table and say, "I'm worth some shit." Pay no, attention. No, you you completely got me wrong. The only thing, the only. I thing, hope you listen back to this and tell me I've got you wrong. Yes, that. yes, you do. I'm telling you, I'm not saying that that that's your only worth is BL, but I'm saying, be, march to wherever you want to do, but don't wait for people like build it yourself, build your own. Only environment yes, where you I, can and, and be, be control of your own destiny. Even if it's just like, I, oh, like, what, I don't, what, I don't what, rock with the schools, so build your own after-school program in order to educate the kids in your community and everyone. And what I guess what I'm saying is, rather than building an after-school program, get on the school board. That should be the, part of it too. Those sure. Are, those are not, those are not, I, and that's what I mean. I think we're. I, I don't think either path is wrong. Uh, what I'm saying is, wait like, for the government and wait for people is wrong when you have a community that's going through the same struggle as you. Dude, how does that even make sense, Chris? You just said waiting for people is wrong, so rely on your no, community. Who, who is the community made up of? No, I'm saying. Okay. I was having this argument with somebody at the rally on Saturday. You're, you're talking about don't wait for the government, go build it. Who is the government made up of? Citizens. Citizens of what? A community. If you're going to be trying to uplift well, the community, go be part of the government that's making decisions to fuck that community yes, and fix you, that. Okay, but this goes the same thing. You, why, why, are labor, why are labor unions so powerful? It's because it's an organized group of people with common interests. That is what, that's why, that's why you, what are you talking about? You, you, you're talk, I'm talking about a group of people who can organize, who can come together and make it and be a punch and, and go into and, and go what I'm saying and, is there's and, other ways to organize and make a collective difference than owning a business and refusing to shop elsewhere in a, in a why so how do things get done in government is it just marching or is it lobbyists of course it's lobbyists so what are you talking about how do you get money except you're building business you're organizing your money this is what are you, you you're, you're talking about going out here and marching but if, if I'm, I'm marching, talking about changing the government without having to rely on fucking lobbyists that's what I'm talking about we, what are you talking about we don't about? live in a world that doesn't it, you don't live in a world where you can you know elect people to re represent your community from within the community you don't have you don't have lobbyists you don't have money behind you you don't need a lobbyist to get on a school board dog 
Yes, but you still. But in order to continue to make changes as you move up, you're sure you need four people on a school board out of seven to make changes so you can secure that vote. When you're able to have that kind of voting power within that school school committee, you can take that school committee and go leverage that power against the housing committee. And when you can leverage that kind of power against the housing committee, you can get some shit done with that. With create generational. We're gonna gonna make changes without money in the United States. I don't know how. In, in what universe do you live at that you can create change in the United States without having... In what people? universe do we live in where the United States pool of income is dictated by community by community wealth and by street by street? It's just, it, I'm saying that's where it starts. It starts as, as, a, as a small seed of people coming together and creating power with not only with the organization and coming together, but also with financial and I, people I, who I share guess, the common interests. I'm, I'm just trying to reverse engineer this shit. I don't, I don't see the point of banging our heads against the wall trying to do it the same way that people did it before us and create a society that sucks. And, 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 and what I'm saying is like, there's, I, a, there's a quicker, shorter route to this. And all, that's all not the, the quickest, shortest route. I think you have to do it in... And I'm not disagreeing with some with what you're saying. I'm just saying that there is there is two. There, it, you can't just do it one way. It has to, you have to do I, it both I, ways. That part we can agree on. We should probably end here because we're at two and a half hours yeah. already. And they're probably fucking bored. And they're probably, probably. scratching their heads off. That's a fun one. Yeah. S- sum that up in one sentence. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I cannot. I won't try. But I'll be interested to hear what you guys say about this. Uh. And there's more than right. There's more than one right way to do the wrong thing. There's a lot of wrong ways to do the right thing, and I hope you're all I, still trying to keep it together. Yeah, I and I, I guess I can only, I can The only way I can sum this up is to give you my point of view in life. Be, I just I won't wait on people to understand me. I won't wait on people to see my perspective. I will ask you, and I will explain myself. After that, I'm going to go do it the way I need to do it. And hopefully I will have the support, supporters that I need. And if it's one or if it's two, if it's three, that's what I'll take and I'll go out and fight that battle. But I won't ask people a bunch of times to support me because it's never going to happen. I mean, I, I feel you on that. I'm never asking anyone to support me. I'm just a, 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 I'm asking people to allow me to live my life. Yeah. Uh, I don't... I mean, I, I I love all support. Hey, shout out to our listeners and our fans. Trust me, I, I appreciate and love all the support we get. But like, at the end of the day, I don't. I'm I'm with you. I don't think you should be reliant on other support. But I I guess what I am saying is like, it's tough to say that and then be advocating for building a community that is and built it, on support. And I and I agree. Those those are those are conflicting ideologies. Are, and what I'm saying is like. I guess the the stance I am taking is with with that in mind that I don't I think most people should feel that way. Most people should feel of, of any race, creed, class, gender, etc. That I don't I don't need other people's support. I'm gonna do me. Yeah. So if most people feel that way, I don't think any level of wealth, influence, power, etc. That I have in a world that I want to live in, where people all feel that way, would matter. Yeah. So I want to feel like I have some sway in a world where everybody gets to be themselves regardless if I get to see that world exist or not that, that's the that's the <laughs> world I think that's where I think that's where we get off because I just don't see that world becoming reality at least the time that I, I'm gonna be on this earth and probably I, I know we got far off the topic but I would say that that was the lasting impact I walked away from this past weekend with yeah. in Boston it was like I, th- I think we may see that come sooner than we think. 
I hope so. I just think it might also actually be after a civil war, a world war, and that's frightening. Yeah. And uh, that was the darkest moment ever. All right. Well, shout out to everybody. Finally, we disagree about something. Right? <laughs> that only took us two hours and 36 minutes. Right, uh, well. Hope y'all don't hate us for this OD long podcast. Break it up into chunks or something. Uh, th- yeah, this has been episode eight, the fucking Black Owned Businesses podcast, yeah, aka exactly. Late to Work. Uh, holler at me on many social medias at mgainer22 or at mlgainer22. You can find the podcast at, at underscore late to work with numeral two. Late to work podcast uh, at gmail.com for submissions. Late to work on pretty much everything else. iTunes, YouTube. You've been on YouTube? We're on YouTube. Yeah. We got a lot of shit on there. Oh, we'll no. We, yeah. I don't know. We have we'll be on YouTube shortly. Yeah. iTunes, soon to be YouTube, SoundCloud, Facebook. We are, we everywhere. Come find us. Uh, there'll be much more riveting debates like this. Uh, hopefully, we, we kept y'all entertained. Yeah. And hopefully, uh, only Chris Allen and everything, social media. Uh, and hopefully, we should probably get like a guest to like yeah play the revisit this that'll be fun yes I want I can't, we'll, we'll talk about this off air alright alright uh, peace out go peace fuck out yourself. go fuck yourselves <laughs>